Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Money Brown. I am joined with Paul. Hey, how's it going? And Bailey. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So, how you guys been? How you guys chilling? What you guys doing? Doing all right, man. Lovely night. All right. Yeah, pretty decently. Nothing too much. I know I've been gone for a while. It's been a lot of time just uh, working hard and uh, other times hardly working. Well then, Pele, you go over your week first because that sounds probably more interesting than my week. Uh, I'll go over my last four weeks because I've pretty much been... Well, well first off, start month? off. Yeah, it's been a month. Alright, go for it. Uh, first start, start off, uh, I've been trying to get through my back catalog of both shows, movies, and TV and video games for the uh, start, starting off pretty much the first week. I'm all, doing alternate weeks of both focusing on games and the other week uh, focusing on TVs and movies. Uh, through games, I made some progress. Still haven't done too, too much because the games I currently have are insanely huge, so they're taking a bit. Um, currently still going through Midnight Suns almost beaten through that playing through high five rush um so that one Great game. Uh, i know mm-hmm. mm. i know dead space just recently came out i still need to buy it haven't gone through it i've been playing it takes two uh quite a bit with aaron it is surprisingly long for a uh a co-op action platformer it is fun though really really fun. oh yeah they knew what they were doing with that game yeah um playing a little bit more monster Hunter world kind of get through past that uh City Girls, um, together as a group, we've actually beaten Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yep, yep. Treasure Revenge. Yep, that was fun. That was fun, yeah. Pretty quick, uh, on that. Um, beyond that, in terms of games, that's pretty much what I've gotten to go through mainly for the TV shows and movies, though. I did get through that. I finally, um, watched uh, all the way through my shows I've been missing. Watching The Last of Us, still enjoying it. Uh, watched all of season two of Legend of Vox Machina, really great. Uh, can't wait for the next season when they re- get to it. Um, let's see. Oh, in terms of anime, it's finally caught up. Uh, uh, watching um, Trigun, the English dub, really enjoying it quite a bit. Can't wait for the fourth one introducing Nicholas D. Wolfwood. Um, I'm so see, torn here. about that. I'm not even going to front. It's. The, my biggest, I think my biggest problem with uh, Stampede is that like none of the mystery is there, like at all. No, it's just well, not. That's... They, there's like yeah. no nuance to any yeah. of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no mystery because all the story beats are exact. Uh, story beats reveals are going to probably do the same. But the thing is, so the English is all... out now. Though? Yeah, the English only three out. episodes. Yeah, it's only three episodes. I don't know, I'm only out. on episode two. Shit, I'm gonna start that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So this is the interesting thing I found out about Trigun. If you're reading from the manga, from both one, from the original one and uh, Maximum, uh, including the first anime and this anime and the movie, not a single one of those are a true adaptation of the other. Okay. Mm. They're all different well, in some fun. way or another. Yeah. So it's a really confusing and interesting because there's no point of reference you can ever fully grasp of what's the true story. There is a sense of true story, but it's never fully uh, linear. Like the beats are um, the beats are the same, but not exactly. The beats are how the same, but and what they do yeah. in it are very different from like version to version. Yeah. The original the original anime series uh, differs from the manga pretty early on. Um, the movie had nothing to do with uh, with the man- with the manga at all. It, had, it was pretty much its own side story. And this one is apparently taking place before the events of the manga, uh, leading up to the town of destruction of July. So like it's again 
it's doing its own thing in the same universe. So, like, okay. Very, very confusing. You're trying to get a narrow sense of the where the core story is. Animation's still fucking great. Oh, yeah, no. It's really it, goddamn impressive. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Young Bosch is still great as Vash, and I just love it. So, And I've seen a clip uh, of the dub of Introduction to Squizzy Wolfwood. Holy shit, they buffed him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they buffed him? I cannot wait. <laughs> You'll see when you get to it. I'm I mean, I, I, I've been watching some episodes, so I've, I've skipped ahead because I just decided to just continue on regardless. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some stuff that uh, I've been looking at and being like, oh, no where that came from <laughs> mm-hmm. no, they buffed thing. him they buffed him from the anime quite a bit it is cross his punisher cross is not just a massive cannon <laughs> so i've been seeing some things i'm like all right all right all right that's kind of cool it's kind of cool but i want to know what's up mm-hmm. yeah i could like to see what more they do along with it watch that i've caught up on um i'm catching up on spy family spy cross family at the moment trying to get Catch it up before the movie drops. Oh wait, there's maybe I'm there's a movie, coming, a movie out. coming out. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies coming out uh, for anime stuff. Like, oh, okay, gotta catch up. Shit. Yeah, I think Level of War is having one too, and I just finished that one up as well. So that one's mm-hmm. kind of nuts. I I gotta catch the um, uh, that time I got got in kind of slime one. I've been I finally uh, caught up. On oh yeah, uh, fa- well, started watching a new anime that started this last year actually, and kind of finally got through with twelve episodes. Really cute, um, Bochi the Rock, which is a um anime about a high school girl who has extreme uh is extreme introvert. Like she cannot stand anything of social interaction whatsoever. She doesn't <laughs> even like this work. This likes working. She <laughs> it's both cute, funny, and very relatable at times, especially at moments uh during early on where she thinks about any past memories and starts beating her head against the wall, which is something I also did in school, too. <laughs> oh. Pesky memories, damn you! Get up, get up, get up! It's really well done, because the anime uh, is styled, they change up the style drastically, the jokes are really funny, the presentation is amazing. There's this one scene where she freaks out of the prospect of having a social media account, and she, there's a scream when she's glitching out in it, and that scream was not edited in. That was a pure scream made by the voice actress. Like, whoa, oh, that's impressive. That? <laughs> okay, so how did uh, what was the name of this one again? Bochi the Rock, B O C C H I the Rock. Okay, it's really cute. It's really fun too. I, I'm actually hoping there's a second season for it because it's really dope. It's really fun and dope. I haven't checked that one. I'll have to look at that one because I haven't looked at it yet. Mm-hmm. What else you got, man? Uh, let's see. Um, oh yeah, uh, caught up watching a few movies. Finally watched uh, we, me, Paul, and Leon watch it and the Wasp. Um, yeah. Yep. And in terms of other movies, I finally caught up through. What did I watch? Oh yeah, I was, okay. Last anime I was watching. Pretty much been going on, going with my friend. Pretty much every the past four the past four times we've been watching. Past four weeks I've been watching it through was my friend every Saturday. Going through the entirety of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure from uh, from part one to parts uh, six, mm. right? Mm. I think yeah, yeah. six is where. Yeah. yeah, that's where the anime stops at Stone Ocean. Um, but yeah, we're currently on uh, Stardust Crusaders, and <laughs> oh man, it's great we're watching this shit. It's uh, so so. You forget about. I forgot you forget how much about certain things. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you do. Like the amount of like English. Uh, uh, 
wording they put into it just for like shits and giggles. He's going to be just uh, repeat often. Like the first time I hear Dio says, Goodbye, Jojo. Like he drops him down the chimney. Like, it's <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, the oh no's, the weird situations, the naming convention, because I, since it's all based off of like 80s pop culture references, I like, I know that, I know that, I know that, I know that, I know that. Oh man. And it's just, it's just, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is great. This insane, the insane poses, insane situations, and well as mm-hmm. a lot of stigmata, a lot of Jesus imagery appearing in the fucking show, too. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm on uh, yeah. season two right now, about halfway through. It's really good. Battle Tendencies, yeah. Let's go. Just just started. It's cool. But yeah, I've been watching that. I'm eventually gonna try to get through um seeing the original anime dub of it if that is still around, the OVAs, and if I'm feeling ballsy, the live action movie. You don't even have to go through some of those. <laughs> I know, but I wanna see the differences in what they did because the early two thousands JoJo apparently was decent. The, the OVAs existed around the nineties. And wild. the movie was, Yeah. The OVAs right now are wild. So I just want to like to see the differences that they did. Okay. But yeah, um, that's been pretty much my four weeks uh, catching up on details for it. But yeah, uh, go ahead, Paul. Uh, my week has been uh, kind of cool, I guess. I uh, I finished on what Monday or Tuesday. Uh, I finished Yakuza Like a Dragon uh, after like two and a half weeks of like non-stop like i would go to play it for one hour you know just give myself a little bit of time and then it turned into like a four to nine hour binger you know i don't have a job and so it like you know kind of just poured myself into it my depression and whatnot and actually it helped a lot you know i don't ever want to do that with another video game that was a complete waste of time quote unquote but it was also like necessary and you know it it helped and it, it ends on like Without spoiling anything, I talked about it before, but it's that that whole like uh, thing about like you know look up, you know like just because you're at rock bottom or just because you've hit a low, it doesn't mean you stop. It means you know you're never too old to stop and keep going, you know. And it just like I don't know, man. It was a beautiful ending. It was a beautiful game. I'm excited for uh, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man with no name, the man who lost his name. Yeah. I'm excited for Like a Dragon Ishin, and I'm excited for uh, Like a Dragon 8, uh, what, next year? Yeah, yeah next, year. next yeah. year. That's right, because we get the mm-hmm. one about a certain guy this year that I won't spoil. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm in the series, and it's funny, I, went to, I told you guys this, I went to start Yakuza 0, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, I need a break, you know? Oh yeah, um, no. Those games are not meant to be played back to back to back. That is, yeah, that is how you yeah. burn I, It was sure. great to start again. You know, I was like, oh yeah, let's go. But you know, I uh, mm-hmm. I, I had to. <laughs> yeah, don't pull what I did playing the entire uh, Tomb Raider series, uh, the newest ones, in in one go. Yeah, all three of them. So where I'm at now, though, is um, like with gaming and stuff. Is uh, I. As I told you guys, I'm trying to get into like a new JRPG, and I'm looking at the Legend of Heroes series, starting from the very beginning, or reading a summary, blah blah blah. But then it dawned on me, I'm like, I'm playing, I'm paying for Crunchyroll, right? Mm-hmm. I'm either gonna pay, I'm either gonna get a new game. Try uh, a Western RPG. What's up? Try a Western RPG instead. He's got the JRPG mood specifically. <laughs> well, I got the JRPG mood specific, specific. But here's the thing: I also have, you know, Red Dead that you got me. Long Dark that you got me, uh, 
State of Decay 2, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm playing through a little bit here and there. Um, then Black there's Sad. Signalis. There's all these games, but what I'm getting at is like I could either get in that JRPG shtick that I want to scratch that itch for, right? Or I could shut up and go on Crunchyroll and watch all these animes, and instead of spending hours on a new game, just watch some anime. And I like I don't know. It kind of clicked. I was like, I really. I, it clicked about 30 minutes ago. I was like, you know, I really want to watch anime again. I haven't watched it consistently since like 2015 and i think it's time to go back you know mm. and so here we are i'm just gonna watch a bunch of anime and uh yeah but besides that malazam uh <laughs> i'm in the final 200 pages for book seven i've been on it for just over six months now six months and five days four days uh and i've made the decision i'm going to finish it up and i'm going to move on and finish the next three books in six months and then just be done with the series i love it it's been a while i had fatigue and this and the other but what i told amani yesterday was this it was the only reason i really haven't finished it is because i love it so much i don't want it to end and i know that when i reach the end that catharsis is going to really hit me you know what i mean i've been reading yeah. this series for two years now i love every character i haven't forgotten anything you know what i'm saying like that's gonna hit like a freight train when it's over so yeah man i'm just chilling um Besides that, what else is there? Not too much. I'm uh, doing good in personal life. Kind of like, I don't know, man. This like past week, uh, just like, you know, I've, I've been in a rut for a while because things going on. But I uh, I just started writing down ideas and that led to some ideas that I won't announce yet regarding paper play action that me and Amani also talked about. And, you know, we're pretty much on the same page. And it's like, it's cool to see that this podcast is becoming this beautiful thing you know it like it just it's it's i'm glad i didn't leave once upon a time i was gonna leave you know um and that was only because of my own stresses and things like that and i talked to you about that amani if you remember and mm -hmm. i'm glad i didn't um but besides that uh yeah i'm not really reading any comics or mangas i kind of quit reading hoshinengi i, I want to finish it at another time um but uh what, what was i gonna say yeah, just writing ideas. It kind of brought me out of like that depressive state, and I kind of like. I, that's right. Today I had. Here you go. Here's a beautiful thing. Oh, viewer. Oh, friends here and listening. So, one of my uh, aunts texted me today, and she was like, "Oh, did you get a therapist yet?" And every time I talked to her, the last time I talked to her, and I asked for advice because I was in a low. I was like, "How do I process this stuff?" Oh, do watch this video on anxiety, and here get a call this guy. You need a therapist. And I was like, "That's not what I asked for." So it was nice today to wake up and uh, she texted, did you get a therapist yet? It was nice to type this out. I didn't send it, but it was like, I typed out, no, I didn't because, and I kind of just got to chronicle to myself this whole journey I've been on from this past year and a half since my breakup. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it like, I realized mm -hmm. just how far I've made it, just how far I've done it the change that I have done for myself. And again, I don't mean to, I'm not cramming this down anyone's throat, but I could not have done it without God to my view on it. So he gets the victory, not me. I'm a completely different person. It was nice to sit there and like realize like, I don't have to prove this to this person. I don't have to prove it to anybody. I put in the work and I did that shit. That's me. You know what I mean? And by not just me, it was him. Boom, boom, boom. I'm a new person. It was like this, like I had just woken up from a nap. She sent that, I got that text and typed that out, deleted it. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good now. I'm, 
I'm not back. I'm I'm going forwards. So we're not sitting resting by the creek anymore. We're uh, we're walking on the path. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see where life goes. I'm excited to be alive, and I just um, yeah, man. Things are going. I'm excited to see what happens. So that's my week. All right. Good to say. I'm walking out of the dark times into the light. Oh, I was glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, that leaves me. So uh, yeah. Good luck following that. <laughs> no, <it's> just... <laughs> so I played Wanted Dead. That was a cool game. <laughs> mm. That's a um. It's quirky. It's quirky shit. Okay. So basically, we thought that this might be like a spiritual successor, like Ninja Gaiden or something like that. It's actually no, Devil's nah. Third. <laughs> yeah, you said Wanted Dead, which is not a great, uh, you know, example to follow. No, but it feels like a Suda Fifty One game. Like it's so weird. <laughs> like you it's, said, it's well, it plays still fine. I know it's like a third person kind of hack and yeah, slash. It plays yeah. relatively well. Like it plays like mm-hmm. uh, action wise when fighting in melee combat. I actually think it feels fun. I think shooting's a little, mm-hmm. uh, little. It's a little clanky. It's a little more to be desired. Um, enemies like rush your positions a lot but you die pretty fast in this game which is not a bad thing but it's like um but enemies are kind of bullet sponges too like i was gonna ask like does it operate a little bit like a roguelike where it just kind of continues and you die and continue back into it really fast no it just has long checkpoints Uh, um part of the the difficulty is the checkpoints are spaced out uh a decent amount like entire rooms full of like waves of enemies or could be locked behind like uh one checkpoint right and then you get through that room, another room, and then maybe the next room after that will be like, okay, we gave you a checkpoint. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can you can rest easy now. It's like the the difficulty is not like it's not artificial, but they definitely want you to deal with a lot more than most games do before you get the chance to go like, all right, you've you've earned it now. <laughs> uh, money. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I I just watched a review from IGN and the uh, guy ends the video and he sounds like ah, for everything else wanted <laughs> dead check IGN like he just he gave it a four out of ten he was not happy to review yeah, no, it yeah no he was not all right I, 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 I just wanted I just I have never seen this and I'm like oh <laughs> all right continue though nah, with your um <laughs> it is yeah it really just depends to... um a lot of there's yeah. I've looked around IGN didn't give it a very good review but like. No. A couple other places gave it decent reviews, which it is, is why I was just like, it seems that the general consensus is that it's it's a tough game with some weird little janky bits about yeah. it, but it's so weird. It's just, it's so an re- acquired taste. I would not yeah. recommend it to everybody at all. Like, Oh, no. no. Oh, I, I another, see it now. Another, yeah. 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 Another example like that with a kind of a similar review example was The Sunken City, a game I quite enjoy, but I cannot recommend it for like anybody just going into Lovecraft or... You talking about The Sinking um, City? The Sinking City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. That game is dry as shit. You really got to be into that kind of game and that lore in order to get into it. Exactly. Yep. Because um, the world just, yeah. Because a part, a huge part of... I loved Once, it, though. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, <laughs> a huge part of Once a Dead is like, for instance, the voice acting in it is awful. It's it's. Trash. I know. I, but I, it's, I, I seen the demo that you played, Amani. Oh. But it's so Yikes. bad that it's like this has to be on purpose. <laughs> like it's one of those things where it's just too bad to be taken seriously because the whole game is, is it like Resident Evil One bad? Is like Re One kind of sort of yeah. Like it's it's just like you couldn't have written this. Like no one would have written this script 
normally this this has to be <laughs> done in a certain way because of the way it is it's it's too quirky that makes any sense like everyone's Dude, too this is weird a, you know what this is giving me vibes of have you ever seen the lobster or uh how to ki- the killing of a sacred deer by uh, Goro, Gorgos Lanthimos? yes mm-hmm. if you have an amani it's it's on purpose quirky with shit acting to tell like deeper themes and story. This looks like an avant-garde like art piece. Now yes. that I'm watching like the 30 minutes of footage. It's like the same people who did um, wanted dead also did Valkyrie Elysium and Shinobi Strikers. Well, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's really and interesting. Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. What the that fuck? That was apparently pretty decent. I never get the chance to play it. I'm very confused. Like, what the fuck? This is like a interesting variety of yeah, stuff. What a weird variety of games. <laughs> you said Suda Fifty One did this, right? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Like, it's like a Suda Fifty One. Suda Fifty One games are like super weird and quirky, and sometimes <laughs> the acting is stupid. But like, it's meant to be that way. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. all meant to be weird and at, like avant garde, like you said. No. Um, Huge part of it is like the fact that like your main character is this Russian chick who I didn't even know was Russian originally until I started hearing it. <laughs> she don't just, sound Russian. No, she sounds she Russian in the game, but like she doesn't look Russian. She doesn't no. look Russian, and everything about the and game until I press play didn't indicate that she was Russian. Until like I'm hearing her talk, and I'm like, that's a heavy Russian accent that just wasn't there the entire time. <laughs> Rewind and see. But yeah, the basic premise of this game is that you're a ninja cop. Like, what? <laughs> You're a part of a special uh, task force known as Zombie Squad, which is made out of a bunch of, um, like, arrested ex-military, like, mercenaries. And mm. you're meant to just kind of go into situations that involve, like, extreme terrorist organizations and stuff and just deal with that. And I'm like, I'm a ninja cop that's running around with a pit that's doing gun katas and sword stuff. And he was like, well... Being a Russian chick who's leading a team of, I would assume is like a womanizing psychopath, um, a, uh, a death demolition guy. And I don't really know what the other medic guy is. I haven't really figured him out yet. He just seems weird. <laughs> it was like, but it's a vibe. So far, it's a vibe. Mm. I've been enjoying myself with it. That being said, like I said, the gunplay is a little eh. Right. And that's not really my favorite so far out of the whole game. It's half the game, honestly, but the the ability to switch between the two is the deal. So uh, some rooms you'll walk into or some enemies that they'll throw at you, they'll send like a mixture of like melee type enemies versus like ranged gun type. And you kind of just figure out pretty quickly that you're meant to burst fire and things like that, even though they give you a ton of guns that kind of don't want you to burst fire but you're supposed to so that you can actually hit your targets enemies are very kangaroo like is the best i can describe it they they pop up or gopher like it's like playing whack-a-mole actually sometimes where they pop up and pop down just as quickly as anything else and you're just like wow okay well this is kind of difficult and i play third person shooters like (laughs) shooting you guys are kind of annoying a little bit (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's um it's meant to be hard it's meant to be difficult it's meant to have like these weird things the weirdest part about the game to me is that despite its difficulty uh sometimes it's really easy and sometimes it's really hard like the spikes are real and sometimes they're just from room to room (laughs) it's like you'll just you'll finish one room and be like man i can't wait and then the next wave of enemies like that guy literally kicked my ass two hits (laughs) Mm. 
I'm like, I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> but um, I think it's cool. I don't like I said, I can't recommend it to everybody. Um, I don't think it, it's not jank. I think the shooting's a little jank, but like for the most part, like the game, it's a rough around the edges. Yeah, it's a little rough, but like I couldn't, I wouldn't say it's a janky game if that makes any sense. It's like mm-hmm. so. There's aspects of it could be better. It's definitely an acquired taste. If you like, I really want to mention this. If you like things like Suda Fifty One and really get into that kind of stuff of like the weird, let's just have fun while doing cool action stuff, but like it's quirky in these weird ways, uh, types of games. Yeah. Then you might get into you might get into this one because it's it's not bad. Like it's genuinely just not a bad game. Um, you know what it, you know what it reminds me of? Yeah, is what? uh, te, what's it? Takashi Miike. I've not watched any of his movies. I've seen clips and trailers and analyses on him though. But he's the one who did Thirteen Assassins. Uh, what's mm-hmm. called? Uh, he did the movie of Blade of the Immortal, like the live action. He also did. Uh, what's it? I'm looking at it right here. Um, not Thirteen Assassins. Sorry, it's it's like something Itchy the Killer or whatever. It's like okay. a band movie. He, he does, like, hyper-violent, and, and audition, he does these hyper-violent movies that kind of seem to flow like this. It's, like, specific, and you can't really recommend it to everybody, but if you're in it, you're in it, you know? Yeah. It's like, so if you, I definitely would like to say if you liked something akin to, um, if you love the character Travis Touchdown and anything that involves No More Heroes or, um... I want to say Killer Lollipop is Chainsaw. dead. Yeah, Lollipop Chainsaw Killer is dead. If you like games like that, those games, Killer is dead is so fucking weird, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. It doesn't make any sense. Wait, which nope. game? Killer is Killer dead. Killer is dead. <laughs> what the hell? That game is... It, it has a lovely that, that's style. A, that's, a defi- that's a definite Pseudo-51 it's, game. It's, it's such a fun really game weird. to play. The plot makes no sense. <laughs> Nope. And I understood it. I just it doesn't make sense. <laughs> nope. This is, this is not something that make like convolutedness. No, it just doesn't make sense. sense. <laughs> it's it's just crazy. It's just straight crazy. It's like, look, I know you had to fight this dude on the moon. He's your brother. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Like here's the thing. People say, oh, it's like it doesn't. Well, Metal Gear Solid, Kingdom Hearts stories don't make sense. No, they're just extremely convoluted. Yeah. You'll if you work towards it, you'll get it. You cannot get no, this. Mm. Yeah, killer killer's dead doesn't make any sense. At all. But you're, it's good. It's good. Right? It's super fun. You're you're gonna love. Oh every yeah, it's great. It. Just don't just don't try to comprehend. But the moment it you try all. to comprehend it, you're gonna break your brain. You're gonna be like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> okay. Why is this dude on the moon with a cod piece? How did I get here? <laughs> I was like, gotcha. He's like that guy has a gold arm and leg, and he he's chilling. I don't even know how he got cybernetics. That's weird. My arm's a wire thing. Technically, it's not a demon, but it's... I don't know. (laughs) I have it, I guess. (laughs) Suda51 is a developer of style. Not sense. For sure. And then, uh, what was it? 3D? Or D3? D3 is is cool. I'm so sad it never got another season. But... Yeah. That was his. I was gonna say um, Shadow of the Dam. Shadow of the Dam is Shadow another the, one. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to. It's Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil Four in Hell, but you're trying to save your uh, girlfriend from with, mm. a, with yeah, a shotgun you, with a talking <clears throat> with a shotgun that talks and is also a dick. Yeah, it's it's also a metaphor for a dick. But what? it's like not a hidden metaphor for a dick. It's like a very blatant metaphor for a dick. 
Yep. The game is, it, there's a whole it sequence is a metaphor, where but the you game call is screaming at you that it's a dick. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, because there's a whole sequence in Shadows of the Dam where you are t- you call up a sex hotline, hold it up to the gun, he gets hard and extends like a whole meter up in the air. I gotta see this. Is this also Suda Fifty One? Yes. Yes. He's insane, but he's great. Games are super fun, but you know they're mm-hmm. not for everyone because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. just weird they're just fun though they're just great just don't think too far as well okay, sure. the only one I would say like probably the most straightforward but still um, like I guess most understandable story is probably Lollipop Chainsaw but that's made like as a parody I, I would believe Lollipop Chainsaw and No More Heroes are the two that I can honestly say you can just kind of play and get because No More Heroes is quirky but it, it makes sense you're like hey look you're an assassin trying to go up the rankings right <laughs> that's the deal Yeah. and then you're like kind of like a samurai shampoo the, yeah <laughs> And not Afro Samurai. Yeah, in, like you're, uh, you're very clear on what the plot is, even if everything around it is strange. You're like, nah, yeah, this is mm-hmm. easy, right? Like, I get it. <laughs> so I, I'm greeted in Shadows of the Damned. I have, like, the full game playthrough here. It's like a six-hour game, and it's like some dude, the Lord of the Damned, is like this dude who has a skull that's three skulls stacked. Like, uh, Yep, his name was, what was his name? It was like something stupid, wasn't it? Wasn't uh, it? Let me see. Probably. I think it was like something. It's also an L. I forget his name. Leonard something like that. I'll say here in just a moment. Is uh, he drags the body, and then I saw him stand up. I was like, or I was like, that's dumb. Fleming. Fleming. That's Lord it. Lord of the Demons. I was like, wow. Okay. There's a couple <laughs> jokes in there, I guess already. It's also extremely perverted, but that's also a pseudo fifty staple. Yeah, mm. that's true. I mean, part of the reason why Travis is even trying to become the top assassin is because he wants to get laid. Yep. That and revenge for his friend that got gunned down randomly at his video store friend. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, you're my friend. He's like, I will avenge you. That's that's pretty much that's the whole shtick right there. I would, I think it's been a while. Yeah, the the first game is I want to get laid. The second game is you killed my friend. That's at the video store. (laughs) (laughs) Me and him have discussions about anime all the time. Fuck you. (laughs) And he's still trying to get laid. (laughs) Yep. Number one priority. Is the number one priority. I have not played three, and that's that's a crime. I need to play three. It's a Switch only title, wasn't it? It's been like ported to other stuff too. Oh, okay, it's on PC. Okay, I need yeah. to. I need to play three. I didn't play uh, Travis uh, Strikes Again. I wanted to, but at the same time, I was also kind of like, I think I can sit this one out from what I understand about it. It's like I think it, like they genuinely like we're kind of setting up the next game, but not really. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the main thing that wanted me to actually play it is I wanted to play a Shinobu. I was like, I'm down to play Shinobu again. That's pretty fun. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shinobu's awesome. Um, is, that, other... is that Steve Plum in Shadows of the Damned? Yes. Yes. Uh, he's <laughs> Gar- he's Span- Garcia Bro. Hotspur. Yes. <laughs> he goes, admit that your endowments are less than my own. And he rubs it, like the Fleming rubs this giant bazooka he has. And it's like, wow, yeah, that's not... Hidden at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the game is screaming at you that it's a dick, but it is a metaphor. <laughs> yep. Nothing subtle about it at all. <laughs> gotcha. By the time you get to the end of the game, you're like, you're like it's a dick. I promise. 
how it ends is also like a little confusing for me narrative wise. Um, but it's also like not even made of a joke. It's a little somber. That's <clears throat> mm. a strange game. Yeah, it's a very strange game, but I liked it. It was great. Oh, um, I'll say because I mentioned it before. I finished Love Is War. Um, I caught up on Trigun Stampede. Hey, Trigun Stampede. Yeah, they're getting ready for the movie. I am ready for the movie. I I can watch hmm. it now. Though to be fair, um, I guess slight spoilers, but not really. Like this is the end, <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, I know. I know. Know what I know. The movie's gonna do exactly, but this is the end. <laughs> so um, that's gonna be fun. I'm I'm actually kind of glad to see that this has a proper ending. To be fair, it's one of those ones that's like, this is super fun, but it's you can feel how this as a concept, as a as a manga could have gone on forever like no like there's like no reason for them to have ended it at all like (laughs) if that makes any sense you're just kind of like oh man think like seeing that the third season actually has a a proper ending i'm like thank you thank Mm -hmm. you that's all i need i mean it's it's exceedingly rare um for any like anime especially like slice of life stuff like this it's very very rare they actually have like a definitive ending because it's like it's four panel mangas they're made to continue on those like joke comedies or continuing growth sometimes there's an overarching story most times there's not that's why four panel mangas are some of the longest running ones you will ever see i think the ones i could think of off the top of my head that i've watched is probably like shuffle uh nisekoi and this one have like proper ending mm-hmm. and i don't agree with nisekoi's but you know it's whatever <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one kind of slice of life kind of romance uh, one I've, I've actually watched and also read through and through was the one anime called Kiss Him, Not Me. It only had lasted for one season since the anime, but it actually has a definitive ending in the manga. And I was like, oh, that's dope. They actually have an ending. And the hero, the main protagonist actually decides on a love interest. So like, ah, yes. Do we know if so, Don't Bully Me has a definitive No, it's still going, right? Don't Bully Me. And I'm, uh, yeah, that one's still yeah. going, yeah. I need to see what the ending of that one's going to be. Now, if that one doesn't have an ending, I would be hurt. <laughs> I just need it to. <laughs> yeah. More, uh, I mean, it's a very likely chance that it's probably not going to have an ending. But again, it, it's always up in the air when it comes to these. Some of them do, some of them don't. For example, one anime I liked way back when, uh, Himoto-san, uh, Yumaru-chan Himoto, Himoto Yumaru-chan. Mm-hmm. You know, that one only has two seasons, but it's still ongoing as the manga. It was a couple spinoffs along with it. Damn. That yeah. would probably have to get <laughs> Yep. Not so this goes Miss Kobe. Yeah. Also, Miss Co- Miss Kobe. She's Dragon Maid is still going as well. Does that count as a romance? Uh, to... <laughs> I mean, it's a Yuri. Yeah, fair enough. Because <laughs> I've never watched it, but it's such a weird. Like every time I hear about it, I get like weirded out slightly because it's like half the half the cast, half the people that are talking about it are like the, the dragon's a child, and then the other half is like. It's an adult. It just looks like a child. I'm like, I don't. No, know no, 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 no. There, it's it's multiple. It's multiple. I'll explain it. It's multiple dragons. There's the main one, Toru. She's the maid dragon, dragon maid, who is in love with Miss Kobayashi. Okay. There's another dragon that comes in, lives with them. Her name is Kana. She's a child Kana's dragon. The child one. But that's the poster. Yes. That's Loki, the poster child. There. Everyone pays attention to her. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's great. She's quiet. She's cute and okay you know how a lot of people like want uh like choose like, anime characters there's waifu and all that such yeah. kana's an example of a daughter food i want her as my daughter everyone just is like she she's adorable i need her protect her i get it yes. cool <laughs> protect her at all costs because that's the thing i wasn't understanding about that is that it's like is is she the main dragon because i can understand that, that no, 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 like, no. Uh. <laughs> no Tor- toru is the main dragon she's the 
uh, daughter character gets inserted into it, but everyone immediately falls in love with her. Okay. <laughs> that that does help a little bit more to understand Dragon Maid. Because <laughs> that is definitely something from like an outside opinion that I'll be like, I don't know if I even want to check this out exactly, because it's just not clear. <laughs> no, it, 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 the show's wacky, but it's really heartfelt, it's really cute, and extremely well done. It's also like, it was a miracle the second season even came out, because it was part from the same studio whose director was killed in that fire. Oh, right. Ago. Okay. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. That's why I said it was a miracle the second season even came out. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the, another example of a cute anime that's extremely well done, both animation-wise, voice acting-wise. Yeah, that was what's weird. Everything. I saw some of the fights and was like, why is it going in this hard? I thought this was a slice oh, yeah. of life. <laughs> Why, why are we having? I mean, Bochi the Rock, Bochi Bo- Bo- the Rock goes hard in a lot of weird animation because it goes from two D to three D at random points just for joke bits. Even does full on references to anime because there's a, a clip of her getting attacked by crows and she ends up in the Yamcha death pose. That's funny. Actually, Bochi the Rock reminds me a lot of um, there's an anime called. Uh, it's not. I can't remember the Japanese name, but I remember the English title. It's not your fault that I'm not popular, which is weird because I pretty sure i i read the manga for that i don't know if it's done yet but that one was fun and uh, weirdly it's cringe <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> but it's like cringe. it's the best way i can describe it is the show is not cringe it is the the plot the the situation she is put into or is trying to get herself out of are cringe like <laughs> you you're watching it going like no, please, no, don't, no, oh, why would you do it like this? But they want you to feel that way. It's, it's very much intended. <laughs> you're, you're just like, oh, I want you to succeed in everything you do, but every time you try, it just, uh. It ends up horribly. Just, why is it like this? <laughs> it's like, like, I think one time, um, I think one time she's trying to, like, have a conversation with, like, a, like another boy she just genuinely wants to attempt to have a conversation with a boy and so she what she tries to do is i think she tries to use like something sweet to give her like a scent and um when doing so someone spills a drink on her <laughs> she's like damn so that sucks so she gets ready to get ready to fix herself up but she can't like she just dries it she doesn't like wash it she just manages to dry it and so then ants start <laughs> like <laughs> attacking her essentially they're not attacking her but they're like they they she has like a an encounter with it so then once she gets done with that she goes to talk to the guy and like she has ants in her hair but doesn't realize it and you're like oh no why why is it like this <laughs> this isn't fair <laughs> you're just sitting there going like oh jeez like why? like this none of this was really your fault <laughs> it just it just did. it just happened <laughs> <laughs> And so the guy's instantly creeped out and is like, she's got ants in her hair. Why is it like this? Do something. <laughs> is it, does she know? I was like, I don't know if she knows. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Um, besides that, uh, I've been playing more Metroid, uh, Metroid. I called it Metroid Dread. Metroid Prime. <laughs> remaster. For the yeah, Switch. the remaster is real nice. Real, 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 real nice. So I gotta funny. get it. I gotta get it. It's like 40 bucks, man. Like for sure. I know. I, I'm broke right now. Okay, I'm just saying it's forty bucks. It's, it's a good price. And two and two and three are also coming out too. I can't wait for those. Did they get announced? I'm assuming they are. Yes, they did. No, they they, they got announced. Are they coming they, together? Two, I'm they, assuming they're coming together. 
I don't know if they're coming together. They might do separate. <laughs> Just I will say this though: if they go... like the other ones. <laughs> yeah, if they, if they here's the thing, I'm a little apprehensive about because of the notes a remaster for it. And it's forty bucks. I'm a little up if they sell it separately, the forty dollars each. That's eighty. That's one hundred and twenty dollars for the whole series. True. But it's being remastered. It's a little like it's. I can understand how you say it might be predatory, but there's literally a no other way to play these games, and b they're remaking them completely and reworking the controls for them to work properly. Okay, second one I agree. First one I dis I dislike that notion because like there's no other way to play it. Like that's that part is predatory. It is predatory, <clears throat> but genuinely there is no other way to play it. Like you can try to, and it's not. A part of that is not actually their fault. A part of it is, but a part of it isn't actually their fault. Um. I believe that the Metro trilogy was released for the Wii, which exists. It, was. it exists. It's just hard to find now. And then the mm-hmm. original ones on GameCube, good luck trying to get one a copy of that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like I don't I'm not gonna say that it's inherently their fault on this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like and at least they're not doing that stupid thing that they did with Mario Sunshine and the that collection. Where it's like we're only say, putting it no, out for s- a limited amount of time. I'm like, what? What? You say that? You say that? But the fact that they did it with Mario and they might do it with Met- with Metroid, I'm I cannot I cannot. There's hold no it rules about. They haven't said anything about Mario being a limited release. I mean, not Mario. Uh, Metroid being a limited, limited release. It's just out. Yeah. You could just play it. They're like, hey, it's out now. It'll be out later today, is what they said when the announcement came out. And everybody was like, oh wow, okay. And then it was just yeah. out. So, you know, there's no. Limited time, release, any crap like that with Metroid, it'll just be here. Because genuinely doesn't make sense to do it any other way. I mean, and they kind of did it with Mario, which is stupid, but there's no other way to play those games, and it's unnecessary to make a scarcity for something that, you know, you could just have. There's also digital scarcity, which makes which even makes less, less sense. Which makes less sense. Now there are legitimately... Co- like, my Switch does not have Mario Sunshine on it, which makes it less valuable than someone's Switch that does have one on it. And it doesn't make sense. I have a physical copy, so it's mine more valuable. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's weird. And it's like, why did you do it like this? You could have just had this forever preserved on the Switch, and then when someone decides to play something else or it gets ported down the line, you just do that. But, you know, whatever. They've already People done People have it. issues with preservation with Nintendo. With Nintendo, so like that's a whole conversation argument all over again. But Metro yeah, Prime well, is not well, any of that. I'm hoping that the as game far as we not as far as we know, as far no, as we no, know. they have they literally said it's not a limited like it's not a limited release. Uh, like there's nothing, okay. there's no date on it because that was the thing with Mario when it got announced. They said that it was a limited release, which everybody looked at and was like, why? <laughs> like why is it? Up until this date, granted, it was a it was a decent amount of time for you to go get it, but it was so weird because it's like, why would you take it off the store? Just leave it there. In the they first just place, make money yeah. the whole time, and if anybody gets a switch after that point, they can't buy the game. <laughs> Doesn't make nope. any sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we know it's with uh, Metro Metro Prime two and three coming. Or now we just need actual news of when how things are moving along for Metro Prime four. Well, we know that Metro Prime. Prime 4 got restarted. And honestly, it's probably better that they remaster and put out those games first because it's not <clears> like anybody could play the other three. So it's like, nope. you kind of want to catch up on the story first and then be able to play the fourth one because it's the fourth one. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> like the thing you would want to do, which is what people were hoping anyway. They was just like, hey, do the re- do the trilogy again, right? But the idea that they're in... The crazy part is they're taking the time to do the individual games which means um, you get them in their original forms, which was something that wasn't uh, available for the trilogy. 
trilogy was apparently like a little bit worse because you didn't get those original um startup screens and all those other like little features that came with the first ones they they just had ports of the game pretty much everyone was like okay well i can play it on wii but you know it's good to see glad to play more metroid prime that game was still immaculate it's ridiculous how much the remaster didn't have to change anything as far as like how it looks it's crazy <laughs> like looking at a comparison if you go back and just look at a comparison for metroid uh prime and then retro prime remastered they made it they spoofed it up they made it look nicer but like they didn't have to do much <laughs> clearly yeah i mean mechanically wise it's still great like, you didn't have yeah to, they made it for modern like controls that. which helps like they just which helps a yeah. lot uh especially with um uh the c stick for the camera if i remember from the game GameCube era, it was a little stiff, but hopefully they improved from No, there. they did. It feels more like a modern shooter, but with uh, lock-on, which is fun. Nice. It just does it correctly. You can use the right stick to just move the camera and strafe around and move properly. Nice. As you would in any other shooter now. So they just took the time to just buff it up a little bit and be like, all right, we're good. Like, everything's straight now. So if Metroid Prime was a 10 out of 10 back in the day, it's 10 out of 10 now. It's just that simple. <laughs> <laughs> yep they just buffed it up so it's just as good <laughs> um can't wait to get it eventually i think the other thing i played was, it's uh, gonna be either that or wild hearts <clears throat> yeah i'm gonna play wild i really want to play wild hearts man that price tag is the only thing that's keeping me that doesn't that makes me want to not but i want to support it because it's a new it's a new hunting game right wait a week buy it once the patch comes out I'm gonna just—I have no problem buying it on PlayStation, but I, I'll wait the the week, pretty much. It's just—I mm. just don't like that price tag. But I—I I can wait yeah. the week. Plus, it'll be fine. Like it'll be better if I wait the week anyway. It's just one of those things where it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll just say that real quick because we kind of just glossed over it a little bit. So anyone that wants to play Wild Hearts right now, wait, because currently uh, the PC version is not running the best. Apparently there's been some reports of some hiccups on PlayStation, but from what I've seen, not really as much. Like it seems to be fine for the most part, but apparently it has some hiccups here and there. But uh, the PC port for right now is not good. It's not It's not well optimized is the best thing we should say. It's not that it's not good, but it's just not well optimized at all having tons of screen tearing and uh frame rate issues i'm, I'm correct really yes performance issues and uh for the screen tearing quite a bit it actually lowers the fps down uh significantly for the game which for a game like this you need the frame rate, FP- yeah. <laughs> yeah but if you're looking at wild hearts and thinking about getting on pc wait a bit if you're looking at it on playstation or is it on xbox uh yes because it's on game pass okay. it's on the game pass yep Damn, I forgot it was going to be on the Game Pass. Well, that helps. Um, yeah, let me, uh, that means you don't have to pay for it. But again, I still say wait. Yeah, just wait for the patch to come out. Make sure that everything's straight. It makes the most Actually, sense. Actually, let me just double, let me just double check that it was on Game Pass. I could be wrong. I think something uh, else is my, on Game Pass. But like, yeah. I know Monster Hunter Rise on Game Pass right now. That's about it. Nah, it's not going to Game Pass. It's not. I'm yeah, I, I think... Um, I was looking at something I think else. It's Atomic Hearts. Atomic, Atomic Heart is on yeah, Atomic Heart and... I think it's Long Long is coming out right yeah. pretty soon after. It's also on Game Pass. So it was Redfall. Yes. So that's fun. Yeah, Redfall, I'm not surprised. Wulong, I'm a little surprised uh, for it. But yeah, we'll see how that how those go along with it. But um, but yeah. 
besides that, uh, yeah, okay. So I played um, played another uh, Steam Fest or yeah, Steam Fest demo, which was uh, Dungeon Drafters. This is the, I think the last one I was able to get to. I just managed didn't really manage to get through any other ones. Um, this is a this is a tactical RPG with a card based system. It's a tactical RPG roguelike card based with a card based system. Is the deal. So the idea is um, that you are one person <laughs> moving throughout uh, many different rooms that have different setups every time. Like the screen just tra- like transitions every time. And in those rooms, there might be a battle, there might be some treasure, there might be anything. But when you get in there, it transforms into a grid-based battle in which you are moving your character and using cards to attack. You have your own deck. There are multiple different characters with their own different de- decks. I have in the demo alone, there's like <clears throat> six, I'm pretty sure. And I could be wrong. But um, there might be more, actually, if I'm wrong. But um, yeah, those six characters have their own unique decks that you can mess around and toy with and play around with. I spent most of my time with like the, the monk because we punch things around here. <laughs> um, but that was fun. Uh, he was really fun to mess around with. He had like a like a fire range. It was weird because it was like a lot of it was like area of effect type stuff. So everything hit around him or he can do like a jump. He had like a jetpack jump that he could jump out of one area, like set it ablaze and then land in another area and then cause an impact. Like just little fun things. It was just like a fun little tactical RPG. It's really cute. Really nice art style. Really nice right work. Genuinely. I will go check it out. Super cool. Uh, wishlisted if you get the chance. Definitely a good time waster, like just in general. Um, if you like your roguelikes, check it out. Um, I've also played another rogue, another tactical roguelike. I'm playing a lot of tactical RPGs apparently lately. Um, this one's a CRPG, but it's a roguelike still. Well, not exactly. Your characters stay alive. I recently went through a fight. Not actually a roguelike. I take it back. It's just it's mission based, and so a lot of it involves you going out on little quests. And you go through the full. You have to go through the full quest before you can go back home and prepare. It's all about, you know, going back, preparing, making your party, going back out. It plays like a typical tabletop <clears throat> RPG. It's not an essential story though. It's mission to mission. Yes. Um, that is Stolen Realms. That game is fun so far. Um, I've been really enjoying it. They really like the emphasis on character building and stuff like that. Uh, builds is key, and so is party building. So. If you want to make your character a broken ice monk, because I guess that's what I'm using, so I'm only going to go with that, I guess. If you want to make him a broken ice monk, you can, but that might not get you through if he's just an ice monk. Maybe you need a healer. <laughs> make a necromancer cleric. I didn't make that one, but Pele said that one, and that one's fun. <laughs> the, the idea yeah. that it's fun. <laughs> it was like, and they can help them out by staying in the back and creating minions to fight everybody else while healing. <laughs> it, based off the description, it, it sets up similar to that of your typical tabletop RPG, or even has full-on dice roll mechanics and item mm-hmm. uh, pickles for it. It's pretty cool. It's a little bare bones in your typical one because there's no central story along with it. They might That might come to change for it. It's early access at the moment. Yeah. The very thing we are expecting is definitely more classes. Oh, definitely more classes, and they're having a lot of fun. There's actually a decent amount so far. I think there's like five off-rip. Which, it's five, and then there's six different trees on top of that. So, you can mess around and go in any direction with any of those, genuinely. Customize your class. There's no, um, 
no move is particularly <laughs> locked behind anything, so you can just kind of mix and match whatever you want. Kind of figure out what you want to do with certain characters. Um, you can make yourself an elemental super mage, right? If you wanted to, you can have all of them. You're like, I do every magic. That's all I do. <laughs> or you can specialize yourself a little bit and make yourself like a particular thing. Maybe you hybrid class it, whatever you want to do on whichever thing. It could be fun. Um, this go. I think the biggest part about this, the biggest up, is that this has six player co-op. And like we said, they really do want you to build teams, not just characters. So um obviously if you build yourself busted and your friends build themselves busted you might have some good synergies going on <laughs> but if you don't i still think the game's balanced around just base if you're like i just want to be a normal monk uh, they allow you to do that <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> um i've been having a lot of fun with it i can't wait to actually just start playing that in general with like a group you know what i mean i just want to see what a co-op proper co-op thing with that goes um, <clears throat> the other thing is I finished Escape Academy with Aaron did the last level that was fun we were literally at the end and then we had to stop sad <laughs> uh, so now we have to have he who shall not be named and Dave Vaughn do it and that'll be the fun thing we will keep you updated as they play <laughs> don't forget the DLC we're not gonna forget the DLC we are gonna go and try to do that at some point but I gotta go get the DLC first <laughs> But for sure, I need to see those two do it because that looks like it'll be funny. <laughs> mm. But um, besides that, that's it for my week. That's that's everything I was doing. So, without further ado, let's get into the news. Uh, okay. So I do want to talk about this off that we're just gonna choose and pick and choose because nah, we're kind of tired. Mm. <laughs> um. So, the first thing I'm going to mention is uh, this uh, new 404 game reset game that's being done by Yoko Taro because I have to. <laughs> it's like my job. Um, so, the deal is, is that, a uh, nice little story behind this, is that Yoko Taro approached Sega and was like, I want to make a game where Sega's the villain. And <clears throat> Sega was like, why? And it was like, what if we used a bunch of uh, let's say anime girl versions of previous uh, personifications of all your fun stuff you guys used to make back in the 90s and before. And we use that as the protagonist and that it's a dystopian world that uh, Sega has taken over. It's a, it's a future, dyst- it's a corporate dystopia. And Sega's like, you know what? That sounds crazy, but we like it. You got yourself a deal. So that got greenlit. <laughs> yeah. You sent out a bitch, I'm in. I, I didn't watch yeah. this. I'm not going to lie. In the docket, I just skimmed past it. My God. <laughs> so that got greenlit, and I'm kind of down for it. I can't wait for this to come out. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> That's literally what Sega said. <laughs> it might as well just be the thing. It's like, you son of a bitch. I mean, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see Outright just become a sudden villain, or like <laughs> Sega has like a police one that says like out the Outright cars is rushing through Sega Town, uh, c- c- snatching people up. It's just so stupid, so great, it's just so dumb, <laughs> bro, <it's> so great. <laughs> what is Yoko Taro wearing, bro? I, like I know that's just it's thing. Yoko fucking Taro. I know, he wears it's what just, he wants. it's it's so weird. <laughs> Seeing uh, what's the name of the the smiling. Oh, Emil. 
the Emil head. Yeah. He really did make that his thing. He just took the Emil head and was like, "This is it." It's it's, it's creepy. Jap- Japanese game developers, I think they have more end up being more art tours than freaking film de- developers. Man, it's it's insane. Yeah. We have Kojima, we have Suda Fifty One, we have Yoko Taro. Yeah, I'm not knocking it, man. I'm a big Yoko Taro fan. I love Nier. I just like it's weird. Every oh, yeah, time, like weird. one day he's got to show his damn face, you know. I mean, he, he did. will. He, he used will. to. The deal is, is that like. Yeah. Uh, Ever since a certain time happened, he just became uh, became this. <laughs> Dude, like, 404 <laughs> reset or game reset. It's like text is the same as near, so it's like an action game like near, but it's a uh, mm-hmm. Sega. Like that's yep. odd. <laughs> that's such a. It's weird very idea. meta. It's very meta. <laughs> I can't wait to play this stupid thing. This, I don't know. This... Oh, I know exactly. In these interviews uh, with Yugen, right? The, the I know what lenses they're using. That's the uh, the SLR Magic. It's, it's a cinema lens that is super budget friendly that people have been using because it saves on budget. And then you can do expensive looking things for cheap. That's awesome. That's what I want to use on my next photo shoot. I was going to mention like uh, coming to um, mobile mobile devices near you. Yo, she has a oh, it's a mobile stand. game. Yep. Oh, ew. Did we talk about her becoming yeah. a, using Akira as a stand? <laughs> Straight up, she is virtual fighter. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be funny. This is gonna be hilarious. I can't wait. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to try this out so bad. The virtual combat just has the light gun. <laughs> Let's go. Not surprised on that one. <laughs> Sega has a very, very, very deep arcade history, so it's going to be interesting what they're going to implement mm-hmm. for this one. So this is going to be a fun one. Um, what's another one you guys want to mention? I want to talk about this weird thing that uh, Blizzard's doing with Overwatch, making a dating sim uh, game out of their characters. So, Only three of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was wondering if I was going to get a chance to yell at Blizzard for being lazy. Uh, though, to be fair, I guess, technically speaking, being lazy isn't the least of their worries. They're still technically lazy at it because they only have three characters. Oh, no, Only yeah, three. It's super lazy. But, like, also, not the least of their worries right now. They they definitely have other things mm-hmm. they need to be, like, actually dealing with. <laughs> yeah. We, we have I mean, hey, I, I mean... <laughs> Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm just saying, like, in terms of they have, at least they're doing something semi-creative with a dating sim, because not, to be honest, a lot of people have treated a lot of Overwatch characters as waifus for quite a bit. Waifus Granted, and though, the choices. There's both. Husbandos, yeah. Uh, the three characters we get in this dating sim is Genji, Hanzo, and Mercy. Only three, which is a shame, because there's a lot of others I'm pretty sure would want to go only for. Is there a lot but, others, yeah. but they're illustrated, and it's a. It is a. Um... I forgot what the title like novel. Yes, I was, yeah. I was, well, no, not light mm. novel. Not, not light novel. It's a, well, I'm a dating sim- simulator for it. That's a lover watch, it's called. Yeah, but I'm, tra- I'm blank, visual novel. That's what it is. I was blanking visual on novel. the genre, what it's called. Mm. Which is why I'm like, it's a visual novel. So, like, the laziness is the fact that it isn't just everyone. <laughs> like, let's be real. It's like, you, you yep. could have did it. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's a light novel. Not to dunk on any light novel, like, creators out there, but, like, you guys know you can kind of produce that out you with have, the team that you would have. Yeah, here's the thing. Light novel characters have, like, what, up to maybe four, maybe a way more characters you can go for, for in terms of uh, relationships. Yeah, and you different have endings. You don't even need really different yeah. endings on this. You just need to be like, okay, follow this romance until you get to the end. You love 
You did yeah. it. But mm. Granted, though, and granted, though, I know they did this as a little bit of a joke for the uh, Valentine's Day thing, but the fact that they're at, they're expanding on this and actually releasing it is like you're putting more effort than this to think, but apparently still not enough in comparison. If that makes yeah, sense, it's, it's not enough. You, just, just, you chose three characters of the entire cast. How many people are in Overwatch at this point? Oh, hey, no, you know it's a better comparison. Remember the fucking Dead by Daylight dating sim? Yeah, that one's yeah. Did that happen? Well, that's better than. <laughs> Yes, no, no, not everyone, but had like had um the had the uh the butch the the uh chainsaw yeah, guy had the the trapper and oh and a Jomo the uh the phantom had those three they had those three they could have been yeah. more so it's similar to that one but that was a fewer yeah, that was fewer as a <laughs> way less yeah. people involved <laughs> yeah and I just find it hilarious that's all it is kind of funny. <laughs> Do better. I wonder if this Try is going to continue on another trend because I I would not be surprised on the road if somehow they make another dating sim out of a, a franchise with a bunch of characters and out of the blue like if they do a Call of Duty dating sim that'd be well, fucking considering why it's right here and they're making a bunch of games maybe they should just do that. <laughs> oh hey I'm, I'm cool with that League of Legends dating sim that I'm pretty sure people go higher on that one. Yeah it'd be fun. I feel like enough people would, especially if you had like certain people in certain outfits, certain costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Blizzard, do one with World of Warcraft. I'm pretty sure that can sell well. It would. It really would. Somehow it would. Can I just get a dating sim with a collie? Actually, can I just get a game with a collie in the graffiti candy skin and just make the whole game a graffiti (laughs) game like that? That'd actually be really cool. Just please, thank you. Just do that, please. Oh, no. No, no, I think I actually know the real developers are going to do it next. Smite. Smite's going to have a dating sim where you can You're right. It gods. would be fucking Smite. <laughs> Smite would be the one that would do it. <laughs> like, I'm mad. It, it totally would be high-res studios. <laughs> they would be so on that. The fact that they haven't gotten on it is actually the crazier part. Um, What about you, Paul? What's something you want to mention? I actually want to just mention something that's not on there. Uh, that I just saw earlier today. Um, so in 2035, Batman enters public domain. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. And where Winnie the Pooh is in public domain, and that's why we have that horror movie coming out, uh, I'm actually looking at a list of things that are coming out, or that are entering into public domain. And so like uh, mm-hmm. what's called Scarface enters. I think that's the, uh, it's a novel based on Al Capone. Wait a minute. Uh, if Batman enters in, what, 2035, Superman must enter like, not much earlier. But that, exactly. So that's yeah, the thing, yeah. though, is it's like so, all those things we've wanted to see that DC's been slacking on, you know, whatever they copyright, I think, based on, like, Batman, their properties of it, that's going to be theirs. But if it's in public domain, that means, dude, we could do a Batman movie. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. cool. I mean, I yeah, I would do a Batman funny. movie where he's a drunk and incompetent, you know, like hero that has to come back. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? We can do that. This just became Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Though it's like that. That's just a. I know that's not on our docket, and that's like inconsequential oh, no, that's cool, news. But no, it's I was like. I was actually no. going to mention this because I actually looked up this about weeks back. Um, one specific public domain, one specific piece of IP that's going to public domain that's scared quite a few people for it. Um, Steamboat Willie, the very first right. cartoon that ever increased Mickey Mouse is coming to the public domain. Yeah, that's on the, but not on the Mickey list. Mouse yeah. himself. No, because that counts as a copyright because that is a brand. That's a different Mickey thing. Mouse is a brand. Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Interesting. I guess like Mickey himself didn't wasn't actually called Mickey in that cartoon. He just called Steamboat Willie. So, huh? Weird. <laughs> but I guess it yeah. works. You think we're just gonna get a bunch of Steamboat Willie stuff that involves like Mickey, Mickey, but like still... Mickey murdering people? I don't know. People are degenerate, you know. <laughs> the first thing they did off rip with Winnie the Pooh was make a horror film. It's the yeah. first thing. <laughs> They're like, say last. This is what I've been waiting see, for. <laughs> I didn't know much about any of this stuff, so it's like getting to see it, getting to see these ideas is like, uh, it's cool, you know? I'm excited to see what people come up with. You know what would be a really fun one to see? Like, what? I guess that's that should be a question. That's the better question. What would you like to see go public domain and see what people do with it? Like, what's, Star what's Wars. something? Star Wars would be a fun one. Star Wars would be a fun one. Like, just the idea of, like, hit, it hitting that threshold and being like, it's to the public now. That'll be fun. Um, mm. I don't even want to... Technically speaking, I want to know what people want to, would do with Dragon Ball, but I already kind of do. There's enough That's... Okay, that, that one is a little <laughs> harder to do because if it's an international one, the copyright rules differ extremely. Yeah, people, people Some of the countries it. it's from don't even have that one. They can own it fucking forever. Um, I don't know what it is in Japan, but yeah. That's really already a Tetris movie. I can't even say Tetris. And that's also, again, that's technically Russia. That's a different thing, too. I don't understand that one. You know what? I think when I would probably want to see Mega Man. I'd want to see yeah. if Mega Man hit public domain. And that's not just because I'm a super uh, fan. I'm like, I genuinely believe that people would do some really fun stuff with Mega Man. If it just mm. wasn't in the hands of Capcom all the time. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing is with this U.S. copyright, along with it, especially with that one, since un- and this is just a general fact, the video game industry is nowhere near old enough to even reach the oh, threshold. Oh yeah, but I'm uh, saying like, co- what yeah. would you want to see in the future? Like, it's not even that you have to live to see it. What would be cool, especially if it's something right now that you know isn't within that time span? Like, mm. I would like to know what would you think. That's why when uh, you said Star Wars, I'm like, Star Wars isn't. I'm pretty sure Star Wars isn't close to it yet. But like yeah. not yet. It was made in around the seventies, so we have another. This is the twenties. I think it's if it goes by the ninety-five year rule. But the thing is, like that's for properties I think created before nineteen seventy-three. So um, I don't know how that affects after that. But just uh, based on the question, I really don't know, man. Like if I were to if I were to have unlimited access to a story, I would write my own shit for. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'd love to see people write shit for. I don't know, man. That's a, I want to see someone do take the Terminator series into a better yeah, hands, honestly. Terminator became public domain. That would be interesting. <laughs> Alien would be a cool one, too, since you mentioned Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, fuck it. Well, me and Jones will agree on this. Anything that's pop, super popular in horror right now, like someone do something better with Saw, someone do something better with Paranormal Activity, anything that's been over done to fucking death in it just do something hell bad. resident evil resident evil has it up and down resident evil is, hasn't been put on there yet interesting i would like to yeah. see how resident evil would be that would be a cool one that would genuinely be a cool one street fighter would also be another fun one i'm just thinking in games though but like we could think outside the box too yeah um let's let's see since the subject started off with batman's comics what any what specific comics would you guys like want to be in the public domain oh dude i would uh just to like see people's interpretations of it, I would love to see a really artsy, serious version of uh, what's called uh, 
Not the not the popular ones, Long Halloween. What's that one? The Son of the Demon or whatever? The one where it's like the Son of Rachel Ghoul? Oh, Damien Wynn? Oh, uh, the, the, son, the Son of Damien. Well, not the uh, Son, but like, I know what he's going for. I think it's Damien. I think it's Damien Wynn. I think like, so, yeah. It's whatever, like, the cover Batman. is like a blue-ish look, and it shows Batman, and it's like the, the art style in it is almost painted often or something like that. Mm. I, I read it, like, a couple years back, and I was like, I like this a lot, actually. And it, it wasn't, like, the most consequential storyline, but it was it was cool, and I was like, I'd love to see an artistic take of that, you know? There's, a, like, and you guys, we talk about this. There's a lot of things we'd do if we made movies, you know, where we do, like, really stylized versions of things and, you know, like, for instance, me, you know, there you go. There's my answer. I would love to see Silver Surfer because Ooh, Silver I, Surfer would be really I don't cool. think there's enough being hit on it. I mean, Marvel's like, oh, we're going to do a show in Disney+. Plus. I don't care about that. I want to see the Galactus Silver Surfer epic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spanning over like however many years they decide to. Give well, me a damn really, trilogy. Like, yeah. Give me a high budget and give me a great director. And if they can't do it, I'll do it in 30 years when I'm finally in the industry and making bank. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like, I don't do know, man. I just, that would be cool. And all the stories people come up with. <gasps> and there's my second one. Venom Space Knight. Because you know yeah, that yeah. shit would be so cool. Because think about it. That would be probably its own thing where the whole King and Black didn't exist. Mm-hmm. That would just be a campy thing with Venom. And people would be like, why does this exist? Not knowing that it came from the comic. But damn, it'd be good. But you can't ah, tell man. Me Space Knight. The Space, Knight, Space Knight was fire. But you can't tell me that Noel and everything with that wasn't cool. It was. I'm not saying it wasn't. No, I'm just. I'm not saying you, you are saying. It wasn't. Uh, no. But I do. I do understand where you're coming from with Space Knight. Space Knight didn't get a chance to live up to its full potential. Yeah, they canceled it. What eleven issues in, and then uh, uh, did Noel, which was still good. It was good. It's just you know, I, I miss Noel. I mean, uh, I miss Space Naruto. I would like to see what people would do with that character. Oh, that Which is, feels, cool, a, a part of me feels like it could be really cringe, but at the same time, I'm like, I think somebody could do something really crazy with just the story of Naruto. Mm. Like, hey, Imani. What? As I mentioned, like, in 34 years, you can write a Spider-Man comic if you haven't already got uh, gotten a chance to do so. That'd be cool. I'd be down to do it. Spider-Man's such a weird character that I'm not sure I can write properly, but I probably could. (laughs) I know enough about him to know that I can write about him, but I don't feel like I'm confident enough to do so. I could do Miles better than I could do Peter, though, to be fair. Miles, you have to wait a lot longer. Oh, yeah, no, I know. (laughs) But I'm just saying I could do Miles before I could do Peter, probably. I think I'd be fine writing uh, Spider-Man. Like, talking about confidence of writing it i'd be cocky enough i think with it that i'd I'd and you know where i'd go with it i'd go right back into progress where he has a company and keep it going with that and really expand on that i love that i really hate that they went back to boots on the ground peter because we we saw it from the 60s through you know what i mean that was like 65 some years something like that i'm like no not 65 years my bad i'm it was a lot, though. You yeah. Know? It's it, just it, one it of those just... things where you, you look at it and you go, like, we've seen him be everyday Peter Parker. He's finally earned it. He's grown past it. If he wanted boots on the ground, like, Miles existed. Like, he was right over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> why I was so... so was, oh, it, no, you're right. It's it's just really strange that they were like, oh, we gotta hmm. take him back to basics. I'm like, do we? Do we really? Do we? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's why I got like so scared with Venom was when I saw like the first comic it for Venom like 2016. That. They were like, "Venom's back in action, swinging in New York," and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Sorry, was... excuse my friend. Sorry, <laughs> I di- I wasn't happy at all. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, "This is not what Space Knights set up." But then, of course, they went super cosmic, and I was like, "All right, all right, Donny Cates, all right, you you did you good in this one." But. <laughs> It wasn't the campy cosmic that I wanted, but it was it was the epic cosmic that I needed, you know. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, fine. I'll admit it did seem a little weird to be like, he's back with Eddie Brock and he's back on the ground on Earth. Yeah, right. The advertising sucked. You're like, I didn't want him to be back on the ground. He was kind of doing cool in space. Yeah. And they did some really like like we said the King and Black stuff was really cool, so I was like, okay, fine. But I do feel like Flash is a little robbed. I mean, they have him with the Agent Anti Venom stuff going on right now, which is still pretty cool. But I need him. I actually would like him to go back to space and do stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of he's Agent Anti Venom, but he's like Agent Anti Venom here on Earth again. And I'm like, no, you were actually kind of cool with the Guardians. I wanted to see you kind of do more things. Yeah. That was a fun storyline to follow. It was like, you learned about the, yeah. the Clinton and all everything like that. It was just kind of cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I know I've made this argument two years ago, but the whole Space Night thing, like, it just, it was so expansive. They literally set up like an entire, like, arc of, in, like, the entirety of the 80s, like, sci-fi cosmic stuff they could have just dived into and just had a ball with but they took it back they didn't know love it i just again it's all these years later bro it leaves me just wanting it you know wanting more i'm like damn bro like like you can't just set up something so big and then just undercut it and do something else that sucks they've been doing that for years though I know, it's circular but... storytelling in comics it's uh it's, it's trash honestly as much as I love yep. uh, the big uh, two, I guess, because it's not the big three that's really doing this. Image doesn't have this problem. Um, nope. But yeah. Marvel and DC always have this problem where they're like, they always got to go back around. Um, they did the same thing with Batman when Dick Grayson was Batman for a while, where they brought back mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne even went on to be like, I'm going to create Batman Inc. and become the Batman of the world. Yeah. You stay in Gotham with Damien, essentially. And then that's time went on. It's just like, Nope, he's just normal Batman with... again. Nightwing's back to being yeah. Nightwing, and I mean Damien's still yeah. around. They tried to kill him a couple yeah. times, but they had to bring him back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. They did that with uh, when they made uh, Commissioner Gordon Batman that one time. That Remember was that such one? a weird yeah, one. Like, what? Yeah, they gave him a yeah. mech bat so suit. It was Batman died. They gave him a mech bat suit. He became Batman. They introduced one cool villain, Mister Bloom. I actually like that. Bloom was really cool. Um, I yeah. liked him being in the bat mech suit. I don't think Jim Gordon's a good Batman. Nope. The story was interesting was, though, but it was supposed to be a, it was supposed a, to be a Batman that yeah. worked for the cops essentially, like worked with the cops and what that could look like, which was kind of a cool mm. idea. Like it's just the fact it was a know. bat mech suit he operated in, like really that's a not stealthy at all, but you know it's whatever. It's no, a suit. like it's kind of cool at the same time. Like it, it's literally. Just fuck it. I stop crying by dropping in and shooting batteries out my arm, and I'm like, all right. And not and not to mention the fact, like with cyclical storytelling, how many times have the universe reset in both DC and Marvel? Actually, to be fair, multiple times in DC, technically once in Marvel. Marvel's only had one actual reboot 
mm-hmm. in its entirety. Everything has been like soft reboots or slightly resetting people back a bit. It's it's circular storytelling. We always push people back, but they're never. Marvel's always like we're progressing, but there's a reason why we went back to where we are, right? So it's like, for instance, with the Spider-Man thing, um, huge part of the reason why his him being a billionaire had to fail, uh, or a millionaire, not right, billionaire, he wasn't on that level yet. Um, yeah, was mm-hmm. it wasn't Tony Stark level? Yeah, that was the deal. He was like below. He was below Tony Stark, but he was on his like pushing his way up. Is um mm-hmm. during uh. They said that during uh, Secret Wars, basically, well, not Secret Wars, uh, Secret Empire, um, it turns out Otto Octavius had put uh, pieces of himself within the company itself because technically he originally was the one that kind of built it. Um, And in doing so, with Otto becoming a part of, like, the Spider-Man of the Secret Empire, um, he had access to everything that Parker Industries had and... Peter Parker was like, well, if you're going to do that with all the technology that I worked for and used to put around the world, I'll just destroy the whole thing just to make sure you can't have, you can't do this to people, essentially. You can't mind control hmm. them. You can't stop them. So he destroyed, he destroyed the whole thing, slashed and burned. It was like, thanks, thanks guys pretty much for serving me, but like, we got to do this for the, for the good of mankind. And so they slashed and burned the company. And now he's like in debt because you know, he had a company and people want payouts and things like that. And it's like, it's not his fault a supervillain attacked the entire thing. But like, it's weird because it's just like, it, there's a reason why he's broke. It's not like they got mm. rid of the fact that he had a company. He had a company. He just doesn't have it anymore. And it's like, oh, that still sucks. Like, it doesn't, yeah, make, it, yeah, it still, doesn't make it better, but st- it's just like... I mean, it's back to the status quo. Like he's just still broke, but it's not like being a broke post college grad or college or high school. Yeah, it's it's uh, not like they were like he never had a company that never existed. It's like no, he had one. It's just now he's broke because he had a company. Like and it's like oh, I'm sick of you being broke. I'm just I like Peter Parker. I know have at least a decent normal life. I don't. I just just let him be. We don't need you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't need to be a billionaire. He doesn't need to be a millionaire. He doesn't need to be like have a company along with it. Just make him like stable, for God's sakes. <laughs> Allow him to Spider-Man, be stable. Spider-Man has perpetually been like unstable with cash. Like he's not a role model in that aspect. <laughs> that's, but that's the part of the let's support it was with the uh, company, trope that we then, like you know. we get a little sick of Spider-Man about though. It's just unfortunate because it's like no matter what he does and that's the part of the parker luck right but no matter what he does he's always comes around to like yeah you're broke again and it's like yeah all right i guess i did this before <laughs> bro having him going around in his own batmobile and having the prowler be a second version of him so that they were worldwide was just so cool yeah genuinely oh the spider it basically was the the, you know, uh, the city never sleeps. Or it's like, you know how, like, Batman is, like, feared worldwide? It was like mm-hmm. that, but it was mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It was, like, campy. I, I don't know. I liked it. it I, I mean, I, I, I'll i be honest. I didn't read why he lost the money. I'm glad you actually touched on that. That's fine, I guess, but it's, like... No, that makes some sort of explanation versus, like, a complete just hand wave off moment. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really is. It just comes down to him being, like, his self-sacrificial nature he's like i'm willing to destroy this entire company to make sure that like the bad guys don't get what they want in this instance yeah. and so it's like we're not upset at the loss fine, of the company we're upset we're upset with the fact that it's back to square one, one with them again. yeah like, it's like damn it yeah. like no nah, man just let him do it again and then on top of that when that new rent started um they decided to hit him again because they took his college back <laughs> like literally they took his college uh his college degree away because otto was the one that yeah. ended it. and so they was like nah 
like they they had a new system in play that was like, hey, look, we can find out when people plagiarize stuff or if, like it's basically they were figuring out like because of mutants and superhumans and people doing stuff they was like we have a system that's so good it can tell if you didn't do it <laughs> and it mm. looked at it and was like that's not peter parker and it was like oh sick so they took his they revoked his uh his college bat uh his college degree, degree away college degree back, and i was yeah. like oh uh, i mean i think he got it back is the deal with the whole story he earned it himself again but i was still for a while i was like really we're gonna kick him again <laughs> he's going back to college <laughs> It's gonna take his degree away. Oh <laughs> uh, man! Like, Luck. Okay, here's the thing. There's part. There's Parker Luck, and then there's just like, like you just don't want your heroes to grow. Like we want our heroes to grow, though. That's the idea. I, like, mm-hmm. I think luckily, I think he finally finished, and I think he's a college professor as of now, currently in comics. I'm like, thank you. But at the same time, well, currently in like... comics, he has a family crisis of sorts because apparently all everyone he was close with. Hate him for some reason. Yeah, they never explained that. I still have to figure that out. That actually has not. Yeah, been he's current. Yeah, it hasn't explained because it's still ongoing. But currently, he's in um, cahoots with I think still Black Cat and Gold Goblin with Norm. It's Norman Osborn who apparently turned a leak. Oh yeah, no, mm. that part's cool. Like that part's genuinely mm-hmm. cool. I, I'm upset because I can already see the seeds, and I'm like, <clears throat> there's no way they're gonna let the Green Goblin just. Be a good guy for now. Be a guy. I'm like because they couldn't do th- no, they couldn't do that with Doctor Doom. They're not gonna do it with Goblin. I'm mad because they couldn't even do it with the one person who made the most sense, which was uh Doctor Octopus. Weird, like weirdly mm-hmm. enough, he's in this weird like middle ground area where he's like he does good things, but like for his own reasons, right? Like he's but he's still technically a bad guy. Like it's weird, and it's just like come on, man. Like Superior Spider-Man cemented that character as like he's done. Don't hmm. don't make him a villain again. Like just don't. And it was just they found a way to do it. And right now, um, it's the same thing with Doc Ock, where it's like his sins have kind of been purged from him via the Sin Eater stuff that was happening, and he feels guilt about everything he's done. So he's doing what he's doing for Peter and everyone else around him because he wants to do better. He doesn't want to be the Green Goblin. He wants to be something good. And I'm like. That's cool. That's growth. This will never keep. <laughs> the only no, person to get out of this was do... Venom. <laughs> yeah, because they're gonna do something. They're gonna need to pull something at the end of this series or sometime down the road. Like he's a villain again. Like I'm, I know it. I feel it. I know they're gonna do it. I'm like, damn it. I just I don't want it. I don't want like I'm like let him. Here's the thing. Let like him be him. Let let him grow. Here's the thing. Like can't they just make make a new villain that's still equal to like the threat level that they pose or like something new approaching, but still have them grow as a character and actually be somewhat of a good guy or at least not a villain. At least not a villain anymore. I think Norman Osborn is do something like that. It's like just don't, please don't. It it's only detrimental mm-hmm. to make him a bad guy now, and it's like please. It's, he's really close to just not having to worry about it. But it's always a brick wall. They always end up doing like a, this brick wall in terms of character development when it comes to like not the hero, but usually the villain. And like they can't, we can't think of anything else. We'll put him back to where it was. Like, ah. That's like. They did that with Doom, and I hated that when they did that with Doom. He was literally Iron Man for a while. <laughs> yes! And I was pissed when they paid him back to Dr. Doom again. Like, seriously? You gotta be shitty. He's just vibing Come as on. the infamous Iron Man. He decided to be a good guy because Tony Stark died. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Doom's one of those characters that's like, technically, you're not a bad guy to begin with, but, like, still. <laughs> He's right. That's the deal. He's a villain that's right. And, like, at the end of the day, if he if he did take over the world, if he did do the things he, like, he wants to do, 
he'd put the world in a better place. <laughs> he would. Like, that's the deal, right? It's like, but you got to look at him and go like, I don't know about your methods. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. But mm. like how you want to get there seems so problematic <laughs> that I wouldn't want to let you try. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, that's circular storytelling on nutshell. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll get out of the comments. We still have stuff to do. Um, as far yeah, as sorry much. about that, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Fine. Nah, it was uh, it it all started with public domain. We went on a tangent. It was a good tangent. That's how it'd be. All right. Yeah. Um, but anything else you guys want to look up for? I got to feel myself. Uh, wanted to let you guys go first. Let's see. Let's see. Um. um I'm always looking forward to Dead by Daylight stuff. <laughs> to be fair. Yep. Well, New expansion, Tools of the Torment. Um, I haven't looked at Doesn't it. really explain on what they... They showed off the characters. They haven't shown off what they were able to do yet. True. But we do have a new expansion. We know that much. Is this a killer? Mm-hmm. Is this is the one with the little claw thing? A kill- yes. Okay. So be that fun. is the killer. I think she's could probably be in a like, mastermind trapper type of deal, is my guess, based on the themes. But yeah, bro, that's my, that's my like, guess is. Look, man, I'm not... I'm not saying it because I'm, like, being a snarky per. This girl with the jean shorts, all right? They knew what they were doing with this animation. <laughs> I, I like... no. So, I'm, I don't know if you could tell. I broke the character. I've just been me tonight. Um, but... And I'm not... I promise, viewers, I'm not a pervert. It's nothing like that. It's just, like... I like to call people on their nonsense. And this cinematic trailer, like, she has a particular bump. And it's, like... Did this add to the storytelling? Because I certainly don't feel scared, you know? (laughs) That is the weird part, because I was looking at it being like, I'm not really sure. Bro, I I got it paused right here. Um, (laughs) I can send you a picture if you want. Um, And you'll know what I'm saying, because it's like, that's not storytelling. (laughs) And it's like, why, bro? (laughs) Why did you do that? But these are going to be, oh, they're twins. I think they're twins. Like, the new uh, survivors look like they're twins. Oh, the new killer kind of matches them. Oh, it's a hot chick with a mask that kills people with claws. This is... They're running out of ideas. I'm just... I'm calling it now. I'm sorry. I'm only looking forward to another one, but it's just, like... It's a little strange to me because I'm, like... I don't really... This one doesn't scream killer to me. I mean, obviously, it is a killer. Like, if someone was running mm-hmm. after me with this stuff, I'd still be afraid, right? But, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not physically afraid by this thing. I'm just, well, like, Well, drones. I mean, they did that. They did the, the, the thing they're going for more, like, a domestic type of killer involved with it because they did that one with the K-pop star who was a killer. Yeah, but, like, he gave me one... Joker vibes, so I kind of got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you, you look at him and go, like, he's a pretty boy, but, like, he's clearly, like, deranged <laughs> like off yeah. rip you're like yeah you know what i feel uneasy <laughs> yeah it was like but with this, this one, one she has kinda... like a drone yeah with claws uh, and a diamond what? mask what they should have went for more of like a terminator like death lock kind of thing is how i feel. i guess we'll just have to wait i i know but in terms of themes like at least the themes that's what i'm guessing for it but i'd like to see more of what they actually are capable of doing and we might get that idea a little bit clearer yeah. who knows maybe she has like a and with all the shit on her, she's able to do some weird techie thing along with it. Well, if they gave her, like, Spider-Man abilities, like, where she can, like, cling to a side of a wall or some shit, that'd be cool. Genuinely, yeah, that, that would be, be cool. cool. But, I think but, that you know, might be but they're not going to let that do it, because that breaks the verticality aspect in Dead by Daylight. You're not supposed to go up that much, or that easy yeah. way. Yeah. Easy, but I think I th- the character I mean, that can break that mold a little bit would be fun to mess around with. Like, you don't I even just, have to be crawling, crawling everywhere. Just, you know, just, like, yeah. perch. 
You know what I mean? Like if you could just perch somewhere. Just so hide that way. she has a predator claw. She's got a gas mask. She's got a, I guess it looks like a gun on her Damn, arm or wait an a exo arm. Or you something. just said that. That made me. That kind of made it click. Do you think she was supposed to be the predator and they just couldn't get it? Possibly. Because the claw is the same thing, right? And then they got the little red yeah. like dot thing going on. Oh, wow, yeah. You know what? If that's the case, this is because, a creative, yeah. non-creative reskinning. They went for they went from scary predator to bad yeah. chick. And it's like, <laughs> well, I'm not surprised I'm with sure, Dead by Daylight you know. developers because they did this before. Um, when they couldn't get uh, Leatherface for that character, they went with the hillbilly one with the chainsaw. That was the yeah. first interpretation of, for it. So, and then eventually got Leatherface in. It's like, oh, okay. Well, we finally got able to do it. So. I hated running for the hillbilly, man. That broken, <laughs> freaking... The chainsaw. <laughs> Dead by Daylight. That's a fun game, but I, I was one of the people that... I didn't like it that much because I was bad at running. Um, and I thought I was good. And I got humbled real quick by some <laughs> of these killers. I, I got ruined when they introduced um, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger broke it for me. Dude, Fre- yeah, screw that. The freaking dream crap. My favorite. It's interesting. That, uh, it's so my favorite memory on on uh, that game though is uh, when we all started. All, I think it was you, me, you, me, Pele, Amani. I think Logan and apparently like Jehoshaphat. Oh, and uh, Hugh, Hugh should not be named. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, well, I, you just covered it up, I think. But anyway, so like we had just started playing. I spawned not two feet from you, and I just see you walking at me with the fucking hatchet up, and I was like, "Can you let me go?" And you throw it, and I got so mad. <laughs> you remember that? I was like, "You mother, I hate you." F off, let me run. F a game. And I was old Paul back then, you know, and you were just like, "Oh no!" Right, right. I think the I think the away. funniest moment for me on that one is that. He actually saved me off the hook, and as soon as that happened, he gets uh, hit with a hatch, and I just run right off. <laughs> I think I still think my favorite moment in Dead by Daylight is um, me working on a generator, and Paul here walks up, and he's like, hey, it was good, man. He was like, do you remember? Don't fuck it up. And then immediately, boom. He fucks it up. <laughs> That's right. It was like my first day of playing. I was, I was so confident, because I was hitting him, bro. I go up to you. I told you that, right? I said, don't F it up. Yeah, he's like, whatever we do, don't F it up. And then you immediately... Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Half a second later. (laughs) And you went, oh shit, I just saw you run it off. (laughs) I think I got killed shortly after. Something like that. That was... God, that was good times. I dipped off so fast. I'm not. I'm sorry. I abandoned you. It was so quick. No, you you I just remember you vanished, bro. It was like... You were like, what are you doing? <laughs> doing? Right, like, funny. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did. I felt so bad. <laughs> Remember, Monty, don't mess up. I'm glad. Damn, good memory. We got to find something else to play and have memories like that again, man. I haven't played anything with people in a long time. It's because we've been. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that when we've uh, played more Divinity. Mm-hmm. I um, hope. Yeah, we will, we will. Um, what's another one you have, Bailey? Because I know you wanted to mention one, too. Oh, yeah. So I do want to speak, uh, talk about the Synth Riders Gorilla's Music Pack announcement. Uh, another uh, music rhythm game for PSVR. Two, haven't played the game itself, but the fact that it has Gorilla music, like, yep, I'm already down. down. I love Gorilla's. Yeah, Gorilla's music is great. I'm always down to play, like, a rhythm game, Loki. I still need to beat Thumper. Mm-hmm. That's a good game. 
Thumper's hard. Thumper's hard. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, um, speaking of one of the rhythm game, though, real, real fast, though. Since, Paul, you mentioned, like, rhythm games you, you were interested in, I think was... Uh, was it the drumming one? What was that one again? What was uh, one? Like, where's the document? Drums rock. Dr- yeah, drums yeah, rock. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I played a similar one to that on my PS <clears throat> on my uh, VR headset called Ragnarok, which is just pretty much like this um, Viking boat thing, and you just beat drums to the rhythm of the song, mm. and it's like that's really cool. It has even a, a mod of community, so you can put any song you want with a neat drum beat for that. The fact that there's a full on drum kit, like I'm okay, I'm already down for it. And the first song is played as um, uh, what's that? Um, Black Betty. It's like, yes, Whoa, I'm down for it already. We're not gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> Black Betty had a child. No copyright. <laughs> no copyright. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to play those. But yeah, I, my only problem with that drumming game, though, coming out. I know I always sound like my only problem. This, my only problem that. But um, that game, it. I said it to you earlier, Bamani. It was um. It sounds like adults bop. Like none of them are like <laughs> that original songs. They're just licensed covers. And it's There's like... probably a reason for that. I found out recently that a lot of times they did covers and things like rock band and stuff like that because um, mm-hmm. if the did rock band older, do a lot of covers, mm-hmm. rock band and uh, yeah. rock band and guitar hero did a lot of covers because if the song is old enough, it's impossible to do proper the proper things with it with uh, layering of music. It's or either that yeah. or it's extremely difficult is the deal. Um, because the masters aren't digital, or at least don't have the dynamic taggings that yeah. songs now or later on uh, would have had. And because they don't have those dynamic taggings, it is hard to pull and move certain parts around. So when okay. it comes to like rhythm games, uh, a large part of what makes it good when doing like something like drum rock and uh, Guitar Hero, things like that, is the feedback when you fuck up a chord, right? It's like, so you right. know when you're messing up, the song stops and cuts out until you get back on track again. Uh, or at least that instrument cuts out until you get back on track again. Um, okay. You can't do that with certain ones because so, of that. So here's a question. Do you think maybe that changed? Because back in the days when they did all that, that would have made sense. But nowadays you have so many digital remasters of albums and technologies progressed, you know, 10 years in time maybe it is easier mm-hmm. now because i what the kanye west stem player for instance um it's still you take, it's genuinely it's still, still problematic still, now um, it's still problematic mm-hmm. but it's like you know what i'm saying you, no it, i mean like, like it's, it's, it's progressed it's progressed but uh, it's still a problem because uh hi-fi rush has it with one of its songs currently yeah one of the songs mm-hmm. is just way uh, lower and they can't change it dynamically enough right now they're working on it and it's probably gonna be in a patch but i uh, okay. it's i think it's the song that you fight Rekka to uh, yes, you do. It's just way lower and drowned out throughout the rest of the, the tracks in the game. All the other music <clears> is fine. It's dynamic. It acts along mm. with what you're doing. But that song in particular is just old enough that it's like, we kind of need to just do some things until we figure it out without. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the th- example I was going to bring up with comparison for Paul is that they actually were able to do that for quite of old songs back in the Rock Band days. Because remember when they used to do the whole um artists focused rock band games especially the beatles yeah yeah they were able to do that with the beatles songs uh for that back then and that was a lot of songs for them too mm-hmm. and that's that since they were made from the 60s to 70s that's a good 50 year mark uh in terms of age so they were able to do that with some significant songs but i think it's like what money mentioned it's just some songs haven't gotten that treatment yet so they haven't been able to do so mm. 
So, like, as time goes on, it'll probably, like, be easier. But also, as time goes on, we'll probably get another way of doing songs even better. So, it's going to be a little strange, you know? Okay. <clears throat> rhythm games are never going to die, so that's definitely the case. He says this and then rhythm games die. <laughs> I'm going to be really upset that was the fact. <laughs> rhythm games never die. This is all the death of rhythm games. <laughs> I'd be kind of sad, too. <laughs> I like rhythm games. I just had a fun with a rhythm game. <laughs> Sick. It's a rhythm action game. It's a great genre to exist now. Um, I wonder if High Five Rush is going to like uh, in, in, instigate that down the road because that'll be dope. I mean, we're getting a rhythm fighting game yeah, soon, we are man. Fighting game soon. That is going to be kind of. So nice. What's the rhythm fighting game? Um, we announced this in the podcast like uh, I think a few weeks I back. I can't is. exactly remember when. Or something like that. I think so. Let me let me Google this real fast. Rhythm fighting game. Uh, beatboxers. Is it or rhythm fighter? Rhythm fighter. Well, there's a there's is a couple. I guess there's a couple, but there's another one specifically that I remember. Yeah, this, I think God of Rock. Yeah. Is it this one? Is it this one? Give me a second. The idea is that I'm trying to find the exact video you should sent us to a while back. The idea of that one though, the the one that we're thinking of is um, you. It is God of Rock. It has got you both are basically playing a rhythm game at the same time, but the deal is not to complete the song. The deal is to beat your opponent. So the more um, notes you hit, the more and the more notes they miss, or the more hits you get on them. And um, you can do things like you get beat meter during it, and you can use that meter to fuck them up. So you can freeze their mm -hmm. uh, stuff so that it throws off their timing. You can... Uh, it's different for character to character but like you could splatter the stuff on the screen so they can't see notes just little things there so that you could be like you could fuck up them so you can hurt them more throughout it it's an interesting concept because like fights you're trying to go to the beat but you're mainly trying to make sure that your opponent is screwing up more than you are screwing up Hmm. I treat it a little bit like the versus modes in Guitar Hero 3 where you're playing against uh, the AI or other players and you actually throw like um, sab sabotages to them as you're playing through the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things. I'm pretty sure one of the things is you could just add notes. <laughs> like just yeah. send me to the other side. You're like, wait a minute, why is there so many more beats to this song that I was going through? No, that's, it's just going to be great. Finally, I, I'm able to throw hands to a rhythm. It's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be a fun mm -hmm. one. It's not going to be a fighting game I'm going to get into, for sure. Because, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> I can't wait to see other people fight each other in that game, if that makes any sense. People who are way better at rhythm games than I am will do great in that game. <laughs> I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Paul, uh, let's see. Right? You got one? My name is Paul. No, I'm sorry. Uh... You, you went, Paul, right? Yeah, you got one. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Um, well, just a quick one, and then I'll actually pick the real one. But I'm just excited for Liza P. Like, I, I'm a big Bloodborne guy, and I still stand by the fact that they directly ripped off many of the enemy <laughs> movements and types yeah, into did. Liza P. And I'm all for it, because, like, not only do they have the look and feel of Bloodborne, but, I mean, and seriously, go look at, like, the... The basic enemies in Yarnum, and the troll, and then go look at him fighting the big automaton, as well as like just the standard. Like it's the same movements. I'm not lying. I'm not crazy, and so I'm I'm just excited for it. It's coming out later this year in like what August. 
Let's go. I, I got to upgrade my graphics card so I can play it probably. But uh, you know, I'm I'm still rocking at 1070. But I'm excited for that. But the one I let's see, the one I want to focus on. Uh, uh, <clears throat> somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. This was like one of the weaker uh, dockets. I just didn't give a crap about much of this. So I'll uh, I'll just say uh, Kevin Feige has a thing where he further explains what Marvel's Phase 4 was about and why. And to those of you that were able to put it together without the video, it's everything we've all been saying. They're trying to set up phase one, two, and three again, but in one phase called phase four so that they can get to phase five and have explosive, huge, everything's gone to shit again, as Kevin Feige put it. Problem with that, though, is they're kind of rushing it because every movie is no longer boots on the ground. It's some world-ending thing that ties into the metaverse, multiverse, quantumverse narrative that is now Kang incarnate. And that's not a spoiler, but it is set up further past the Loki show into uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And honestly, I went and saw or I went and saw Ant-Man: Quantumanium with Pele. It was an okay movie with great ideas and a huge budget. And you know something, I'm I think I've finally fatigued on superhero movies. I just don't care. I, like, we had such a good setup. And I was talking about this with Pele and uh, Leon. And Amani, you might be able to see this. If you look at the old Marvel movies, right? Mm-hmm. Leading up to, uh, I think, around Black Panther, they started getting it. That, that like, stage three type stuff. Yeah. They looked like good movies. Had some decent color grading, this, that, and the other. But when you get to about Black Panther a little bit after that, about Black Panther, then probably Captain Marvel, and then you hop into Avengers uh, Infinity War, right? Uh, suddenly you have what I call the Marvel Cobalt. And it's like, everything's <laughs> like almost this like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a metallic yeah. sheen. Yellows are really hyper yellow, things like that. And if you look at their movies now, like when we got to Infinity War and we got to Endgame, it felt epic, I think, because of that Cobalt look. We had Captain Marvel even starting that because we were in Phase 3. This is where it all goes down. Now you get and look at all these other movies that have come out in Phase 4. Every single one, maybe not Black Widow so much, but every single one has had the Marvel Cobalt look. They're trying to really push this epic action, epic thing. And it's like, bro, like... I don't care about any of the new characters. I love the Eternals, but remember, I didn't watch that as a Marvel film. I, I still don't consider it part of the Marvel thing. I love that movie for what it is, but if mm-hmm. I look at it as a Marvel fan, it's just more of the same, and it's the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. So you have epic world-ending events. Now you're setting up an even bigger world-ending event. It's just, it's just there's no stakes. We know that these aren't going to get to the end until Kang comes around. Kang's whole thing is probably going to kill off some people because their contracts have ended. So like the... The great wonder to me of, um, you know, the superhero movies and where they were going all the way up into Endgame, it's just, it's lost now. It's just, I don't care. I could, I don't care about Blade and that hurts, you know, I wanted to, I, I don't care about the Eternals. I wanted to, I don't care about any of this stuff anymore. And I really wanted to. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, to me, it's disappointing, but it's also like, who knows? Maybe I'll I'll change my opinion. Also, what's the actor's name that plays uh, Kang? Oh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, money. You got to go see the movie just for his performance. He plays a tortured person to a T. Like he Kang starts out gentle, 
And then he asks things, right? And this is no spoilers. He probably did it in Loki. But when he asks things, it's very gentle. And he's like, I can give you this, please. And he's like begging you, please don't make me be a monster. And everybody fucks that up. And then Kang shows just a little bit of that monster. Everyone's like, ooh. But then when you see that monster, literally, he has the helmet on. His eyes are glowing. And he's just screaming as he's killing people and blowing up. And it's like, oh, that's a tortured soul. My God, bro, that's a threat. Like, like that feels... He, I'll be honest, that's one thing they got right, though. He felt like more of a threat than Thanos. Thanos is this controlled, I am inevitable. You know, like trying to control everything. This dude is like, like Kang is like, I have to do this because if I, this is a huge spoiler. I realize I got to stop here, but, um, he's, he's great. It's a great villain Mm -hmm. in a muddy water. So I'm hoping that villain can pull them out of it. Um, it seems like they're definitely going for it. I mean, Kang's kind of been set up. You never got to see Loki, right? Yeah. I haven't watched Loki yet. So, um, the... The deal is he first appears in Loki, and there's a genuine, interesting talk. He's the one called He Who Remains. So, like, the Kang we see in Ant-Man is, is Kang, right? The one we mm. see before, is a, it's a different version of him. But it's the version of him in which he's he's telling the audience, he's like, hey, I'm the yep. best one. <laughs> he was like... I'm the one that remains like, because yeah. all other me's have been killed. So, it's like, so he's like literally getting ready to hype you up of like so yeah. like whoever well, comes after me uh... <laughs> I, I, I will neither confirm nor deny that all i'll say is ant-man and the wasp has a great after credit scene that um touches on some things that's that's all that's not a spoiler Apparently, obviously that's just i've been hearing some things about that after credit scene some people say it's the best part of the movie some people say it's better than the movie like <laughs> i i'll be i'll be honest have, with you i've literally lost like they've been talking about that after credit scene is like it's the best like, I, well okay so i'll say this i loved his performance i loved that version of kang we got in the movie what happens in the after credit scene was like oh all i'll say is if you ever thought thanos was a threat bro you gotta see that credit scene so you can realize <laughs> Damn, you know? And that's why, I'll be honest, that's the only reason why I'm excited. I don't think I'm going to go to the theater and see any more Marvel movies with you guys. I love you guys. But when the big ones come out, when I can see more of Kang specific, oh, I'll go to the theater with you in a heartbeat. Apparently the next one that's actually supposed to involve Kang is uh, Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi was fine. Oh, so not Marvel's? No, no. Marvels is the next one's coming. Marvels, the Marvels oh, is coming out, I'll go see, but I don't know if that's going to. Yeah, I'll go see Guardians of the Galaxy with Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, and of course yeah, I'm gonna go see. Wait, and Amani, you're going to that with us, all right? You have been putzing around with your work friends. You need <laughs> to go see a Marvel film with us. You know, last one you did was Thor, and that was an insult to all of us. No wait, I went to see uh, Wakanda. Black Panther. Yeah, I, went, I saw Wakanda. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> Anyways, well, well, you're coming to see. Guardians with us because did we all go see Guardians? No, I saw the first two with my cousins, but still, I want to go see that one with you guys, all three specific. Yeah. And Leon. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, three. we're all going to go see Into the Spider Verse. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's happening. That... Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll we're planning it now. People. Don't you Don't you hit us up and be like, well, nobody planned it or think so. No, 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 no. Don't no, worry. No, 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 no. no. We're I'm planning it now. now you know? I will watch Spider Verse. 
multiple times. I don't care who tells me to go first. I'm going to watch it multiple times. It's just going to oh, happen. I know, but so we'll be fine. Go with I will, us first. I will be there for Crystal, every that's time. That's fine, but bro, <laughs> you got to go where you started with, you know? I will, I will bring everyone to that theater if I have to, to watch that movie again. I'll rent out the fucking cinema just, to, just for to watch this just my, with everybody. My only concern with that film is that since it's a two-parter, and, and this is going to be kind of, Pele, you're not going to like me for this. I didn't like mm. Dune. I've had a lot of time to sit on it. Oh, I wow. did not like Dune. And I'll be real, I'm waiting on the sequel to finish it, the story so I can decide whether I did. But yeah, I don't like it. And I'll be honest too, is it because it's a two-parter, or is it because it just ends on Partly a weird Partly because note? it's a two-parter. Uh, so, it you know, the first movie's kind of just meandering. It, it's really weighing on just that sequel thing. But then the other thing is this, and I think it's I think it's this, and you're going to love this, Pele, while also hating me. I don't like Denis Villeneuve's movies. I love Blade Runner, uh, but I also hate it because it takes two hours, 40 minutes to get to a point that could have been covered in two hours. Like, he is a he's an auteur. He's a visually stunning director. He does great works. However, he takes so long to get to the point. It's such a like French cinema thing that I just I can't get I can't get behind it, man. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. I don't like his movies. And I'll be honest, like I said, Dune didn't like it. The the combat when people are fighting in it, that little of the shield, it looked cool, sounded cool. The impacts weren't there. It was like watching people like fight um, in a soap opera. You know what I mean? There was no impact. And I know this is controversial. I know this surprises you guys. Like, whoa, Paul, De- oh my God, this is a new day. But yeah, and then this new day, this new era. I didn't like Dune. I'm waiting on the sequel so I can finish that up. That That's fine. Um, I'll talk with you after the film, because uh, after this, uh, for it, because it's going to be a whole conversation, because I want to bring up a few things after outside. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Get a whole tangent afterwards. But yeah. Um, Let's see. What else do you guys want to speak about here? I would like to mention Slavic Punk, yeah. Old Timer. Oh. It's a twin stick shooter uh, with a, some really cool features in it. It's a cyberpunk Slavic focused uh, entry game, and it looks dope. It did. I can't wait to try it. It looks very cool. I just want to talk about Justice Sucks. Oh, yes. Justice Sucks. <laughs> Bonkers trailer. It looks so much fun. You're a vacuum cleaner and you must fight. <laughs> You're a fucking Roomba that can grow a digitized body, beating people up, as well as sneak around and blow people the fuck up with it. You are you do it because an evil corporation finds out you're sentient and tries to kill your family, <laughs> and you defend them as a Roomba. I will save my family. <laughs> as a Roomba. <laughs> it's bonkers it's as shit. So I love it. It's like Pizza Tower all over again, man. I love it. It's so much. It looks so fun. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with that one. That one's gonna be fun. That's gonna be too good. Even a section that looks like I a think team, that like fighting game, but it's like a beat 'em up kind of thing going on. It's it's a beat 'em up like bodies everywhere and everything. I see the sections where you have to be as a regular Roomba sneaking through <laughs> things, but you have to throw a grenade at them. Like what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Oh man, it looks so it looks so dope. I cannot wait to try this game when it comes out. I want to play a demo. I want it so bad. I feel it. I feel it. I really do understand. Um, what's another one, Pele? Let's see. Or Paul? Oh, uh, Killer Frequency. I'm actually intrigued by. So Killer Frequency from the tra- trailers. You play as a DJ operator who is apparently trying to stop a serial killer attacking your town and also going after you. It's based off of a few other, like, these um, kind of, like, I guess, Five Nights at Freddy's-esque games where you have to manage a certain detail 
in order to stop a killer from getting to you. But instead of like the management, management like close door, turn on lights, and power manage, you actually drive through a story, mm. make certain choices. This way, the enemy, the, the killer doesn't kill the people you're trying to save over the radio, as well as you, if they find out where you are. Fair enough. Um, I guess I want to. It looks really cool. I want to mention The Expanse, mm-hmm. which is a. Well, it's a Telltale series, which is weirdly enough a thing. But it's in space mm-hmm. and doesn't have the comic book look feel. Actually, it's kind of weird. It's based off of it's based off a show. The, the okay, that explains it. But it also has like mm-hmm. a. So it doesn't have the comic book feel, but if you notice, it has like weird proportions going on still. Looks. Yeah, it does. But I mean, it has also like so some use to old school like uh, Telltale style games where you like um, make choices, quick time events, move a little bit. This has actual games. Seven, move one. <laughs> Yeah, that's actual gameplay. You actually, move for third person, and the scenery moves with you as you're going through. Versus the kind of still areas you can just investigate and talk to people. Honestly, mm. having them do a bit more, like just something a bit more involved, seems really fun. Like, I still want to to have the obvious like talk with your friends. Well, talk with your like crewmates, whatever. Make choices, have things. Very I think well. that's still going to be the yeah, case. Yeah, which I hope. Uh, I just want the idea yeah. of having far more involved gameplay as opposed to walk to this point. Or, I mean, the point-and-click aspects of the previous games, more so the, the Left 4 Dead and... Um, not Left 4 Dead. The, the, the Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us. Walking Dead. Like, mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. games. Um, if they could have, I don't know, put more point-and-click to it? it? It sounds weird to say, but it's like... Those games were very much just hallway, like they were movies. They were they were interactable movies. Mm-hmm. As much as I love, yeah, essentially, I love with quick time events. They're they're just yeah. hallways. <laughs> I think, which is this is because this is the first Telltale games I've seen after ever since they shut down and pretty much re- restructured themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm curious on how much difference going to be gameplay wise for the next season of Wolf Among Us because they said they're working on That's it. True. I can't, bro, I just need that to come out. They recently showed gameplay not too long ago, but I actually, no, it's definitely been a minute now since they've showed that gameplay, hasn't it? It's been a minute since they announced it. No, yeah, they showed gameplay re- like relatively within that, like, that time span. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long it's been since that gameplay reveal. Um, but yeah. I want to say two years. It's been a minute, yeah, and I just need that to come out. Mm-hmm. I need, I just, Wolf Among <clears throat> Us is one of my favorite games, bro. It just hits different, <laughs> and I just need it to uh, need it to be out. <laughs> I need you to just do it. I'm so interested in that world; it's ridiculous. I actually understand why. <laughs> you should read the Fable comics when you. I get a tried. Out. That's all. The, that's the thing. I. It's not even anything wrong with it. It's just that, like, I know that the Fable comics take place so far after the events of Wolf Among Us that, like. I'm cool with it, but it bothers me a little bit because I'm like, I want references to this stuff because I want to know more about what's happening with that, with the plot lines that were happening. But it's completely detached. And it's like, I I have to get closure on the mm. part that I know first before I can be like, okay, I can move on to the rest of it. You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. there are little plot points at the end of the first one that's like, are we going to talk about that? Because I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I'm still wanting plot resolution. I still haven't finished like the new Tales of the Borderlands quite yet, so I'm still hoping they do a like. Well, I don't know if Telltale's is going to do it, but uh, a full-on season two focus for uh, Tales of the Borderlands still. Uh... That's fair. Um, you got one more poll or no? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I want to. I want to make a, just a quick comment though, since I mentioned this to Amani earlier before the podcast. Hmm. Hello, engineer. Oh yeah, that's so weird, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, so Hello Engineer is a... It, it's from the same franchise as Hello Neighbor, but instead of sneaking, puzzling, and avoiding your neighbor tr going to his house, you're building vehicles and uh, obstacle uh, avoiding obstacle courses. I made the comparison that it's like Banjo-Kazooie all over again, where it was originally a 3D platformer, platform collect-a-thon to a car-building game. Hmm. Yeah, it's so that's weird. a that's a strange leap in my is still in my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. I guess I'll mention this real quick. So we finally figured out what Street Fighter Duel was. We kind of knew it was gonna be a mobile game, but it's 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 like a weird little team based gotcha kind of thing going on. It's interesting. It's a little strange, but um, I still don't know how the, like the the was it like the turn system functions. Yeah, it exactly. seems like um. My guess is that each character gets their own individual turn, and you're trying to stack them. Like, everyone has a cooldown. It's like Final Fantasy X style, where it's like kind yeah, of a timer like that, thing. Where it's like, or uh, Indivisible, for instance, where like certain characters could do up to X amount of moves, but then you want to kind of get them to do something else within that time. If you space it out right, you'll get like a, a decent kind of thing going. But at some point, you okay. will have everyone on cooldown, and that's when the other player gets to for real, for real do something. You know what I mean? depending on what mm. you're doing but i'm looking forward to it kind of uh i'm not a huge mobile guy actually that's not true i'm a decent mobile gamer but like i'm i'm down it's street fighter right it looks kind of fun i'll give it a shot just because i probably won't talk about it a bunch i'll probably just mention like i played it and that's about it um <laughs> mobile titles don't have a great reputation yeah I, they just don't that's just the deal but like it's just one of those things where it's like i'll play it and then be like, alright, cool, you existed. <laughs> um, mm. But the last thing I think we should probably mention, um, I probably have one more. I want to mention Bleak Faith Forsaken. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, that, that one, yeah. That looked dope. I've been watching that, that for, like, I think a couple years now. It's been um, mm -hmm. in development. Yeah, it has a proper release date, probably. Woohoo! Keep talking to uh, let me look. I think we've managed to talk about this while it was still in its uh, development phases, too. Um, Possibly, like, a good while back, yeah. too, since it's... Keep an eye Nothing's on. been, like, really shown up for it a good while. This game but awesome. Glad to see it's a yeah, full-on trailer aspect. has a black-and-white art aesthetic, which is a little confusing uh, at times seeing the details for it, but the gameplay looks really dope. Kind of Souls-like, kind of a Devil May Cry. Yeah, because it's, it doesn't... it's a little bit of a hybrid. It... I'm hoping it's leaning more to Devil May Cry or like, I guess, you know what I think it might be? Um, what is it called? I love this game. Dragon's Dogma Combat. If yes. it's Dragon's yeah. Dogma Combat, just without like, you know, climbing. <laughs> the climbing mechanic. Like, yeah. If it's that, I think I'd actually have a lot of fun with this game because Dragon's Dogma was super cool. And I mean, you're getting got Dragon's Dogma 2. We are getting Dragon's Dogma 2. So, but I want to play that. Um, this looks fun. It's got like that. It's doing the thing I like, where they have, like, automatons in fantasy. It's, like, it's not spellpunk exactly, but, like, it's close. I mean, it has a lot of, like, Lovecraft-esque um, me mechanic flesh-bending flesh bending aspects to it. It looks like automatons with, with flesh aspect overgrown with it. Like, that's really cool in it's my eyes. Lovecraft aspect for it. It's also very obvious that it's, like, it's a post-apocalyptic world, much like how Dark Souls is, right? But, like, it's, like, a future post-apocalyptic world. Like, there, there's, that's a streetlight. That's a real city building. Like, that's not, like, a fantasy building. That's a building building. Like, I'm bad. <laughs> um, 
I am looking forward to this. Actually, I said this. It might be Dragon's Dogma. I just realized that there straight up was climbing. You were stabbing a dude in this trailer on the back. Oh, that's right. You there are. Might, yeah. like a, this might just what, be I mean, there might Shadow of the Colossus, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Souls I'm hybrid. down with that then. That's the case. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like to me anyways. But this comes out March 10th. It's so close. It's yeah, so I can't close. wait for I'm it. This. <laughs> I, do, I do not care. <laughs> I'm buying this off rip. Um, but I think uh, that should do it for everything. Unless you don't have another one, right, Pele? You're good. Uh, unless you want to help me complain about uh, the clip we saw at Polite Society. We were playing about yeah. that a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was a boring okay, so, looking game. Uh, show. Oh no, yeah, movie. it's a show. It's a movie about it's a martial arts movie. Co- it's coming, I think, to Netflix um, later this year. We see a clip of Polite Society of where these uh, two sisters, I think. Avenue Descent, um, fighting each other. Mm. The fighting has problems. The fighting has it's... a lot of cuts. <laughs> a, lot a lot of cuts. A lot of cuts. And okay, so there's this moment where hits. she... Yeah, there's a, there's a moment here where she throws her fist out and then the other sister grabs it, bends it off clip, but then the arm just suddenly goes up in the air like, wait, what? You just missed... There's so, like not even an attempt to pretend, a pretend arm breaking. And it was like really weirdly done. Um, and the next part, which is really confusing, when she grabs her sister's head and bashes against a picture on the frame on the wall, oh, but you can so obviously see it's CG. She's oh my god! She's obviously not hitting the frame, and the picture is cracking. Like it's very clear that it's not being hit. <laughs> oh man, like uh, it's it's so bad. And his thing, like it goes a little bit better down the road because when they when she kicks her through the door, she goes flying like it looks good. It through looks the door. Good on that one, yeah. It's weird because it's very obvious that it's, uh, polite. It's polite society, right? That's the name of it again. Mm. Yeah, polite it has society, some yeah. style to it that, like, any other time, I'd be down for it. This sounds kind of fun, but uh, this this show is uh, this show needs some work. <laughs> this show might need some. The work. execution's just really, and the fact that it's a martial arts focused one, like, oh come I on, should be interesting in this. <laughs> I should be, <laughs> I should be off rip. It's just casual martial arts. Come on, that's fun. That's fun. And that's but it's, casual martial arts is done poorly. Like, oh come on. Damn. Uh, oh well. Uh, I mean, uh, hopefully this is an early clip and they actually clean it up down the road. But if not, then that's unfortunate. Fuck. Truly unfortunate. Yeah. But um, I guess that's going to do it for the docket and everything else. I mean, like, uh, appreciate you guys for coming out and always watching us. Um. Look, uh, this is going to be our last episode, uh, for season two, um, mm. after, not tomorrow, but the next day, um, so it's after been the 20th, two years now, yeah, after the 20th, it'll be our, Holy uh, crap. two, two year anniversary, so this is the last We're episode two years of season old, two, for yeah. sure. um, hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day that just passed. Uh, and hope everyone's looking forward to season three of Beverly Action. We have uh, a lot of growth and surprises planned that we don't want to announce just yet, but we have stuff on the way that uh, we hope that all of you guys will look forward to. And we appreciate you guys for sticking with us for two years now. So that's crazy. Gonna go into our yeah, third year real strong, though. That's the, pro- that's the plan. Yeah. Um, Can't wait to start announcing stuff, you know? For real. Once again, guys, uh, much obliged, much appreciated. Um, if you don't have any questions for us, you can send it to paperplayaction at gmail.com. You can answer it here. That is paperplayaction at gmail.com. Other than that, you can also hit us up on our Twitter, paper underscore action. Um, there's a tip jar on, bo- on 
those areas uh, pretty much that you can go to if you want to support the show uh, just wanted to throw us a little bit of cash money because you know you could always use it um but mainly it's just to support the show if you like what we're doing by all means do what you wish also more than anything else um if you like the show the one thing we actually really really appreciate most is just spreading the word Hmm. tell people about it you don't pay for advertisements so word of mouth is how we get around the only way we can grow big is if you guys tell people about it and uh well we want to grow big because we just want to have everyone discuss and talk about stuff that you know we like and you guys like so have fun with that but uh i think without further ado that is it so good night Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a good night.